1: Innovation and partnership—we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com/purpose. Parker engineering your success.
2: Lawyers revealed what they call new evidence of a conspiracy Yo. perpetrated Yo. by the NYPD and the Yo. FBI who the civil I'm
3: figuring, fan it's it, fucked up Fucked up, fucked up Boy, you got me fucked up uh, I'm figuring, figurin' it's it, fucked up Fucked up, fucked
2: up God damn, you got me fucked up Cuevo! my Cuevo! Cuevo! You got me fucked up. Every ugly bitch in here they lookin' better, fuck. She popped the molly, Ooh, look at her talk. The bitch that came with me, said they won't, wolves.
3: Just looking at forward, looking at forward. Stop picking my cup, not looking like George or Bubba Cup. I'm asking the bitch with her name, she telling me Cinnamon.
2: Cinnamon.
3: Hey, it's Jose Gallison. You're watching No Way Jose. Credit to Jinx for that one. Uh, that's an absolute banger. Uh, I love his work. Uh, at least I think it's Jinx nowadays on Twitter. It's kind of like secondhand stuff. So I heard I got this from someone else who said the guy from Jinx. I don't know. Dude gets nuked so many times. So I think it's him. So it's credit to him. Uh, you can find this show on YouTube, all the major odd packages, and Odyssey as well if you want to follow me today for Pony Boys. This shit's not behind the paywall. It's one of my few things that I don't do the whole wait a week later thing. So. Here's your free stuff. Uh, you get get straight to your straight to the veins. You got Charlie Robinson. I got Top Lobster. I got Clint Russell. And today, switching up a little bit, not Reed today. Uh, getting getting Fat Dave. The reasoning why is uh because of you guys know we're gonna be popping on hopefully on Tim Caster soon. And the crew we have in mind is Clint, Top Lobster, and if they'll let us get a third, it will be Fat Dave. So I figured why not take this opportunity to let them work. You know work on their um. On their energy together, if you will, practice being a little bit more serious, because I know we're uh I know we're it's a tower gang thing It's what we're going on for, but we can't do tower gang on uh Tim Timcast. Or I mean I guess we can, but we're we're not never coming back. Like, let's be real. Uh so that'll that'll be fun. Uh definitely check that out. I do want to let you guys know if you don't want to support my work, patreon.com. just no way jose 2020, uh lowest levels t- two to uh, two bucks, highest levels 20. My sponsors, Mikel Thorpe of the Expat Money Show. If you want to get the hell out of Dodge. He's your guy, whether it's like passports, you know, moving to a different country. Also, Jeremy is an Etsy shop at etsy.comslash shop slash raising liberty. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Jeremy Rimes. And then also, Toad, my co host of uh, Tower Gang. You can follow him. I believe it's Tower Gang Toad now. And, you know, you also can follow our other show, Tower Gang. That's, uh, you know, Tower Gang on YouTube. All the major odd catchers. Odyssey as well. I think we're on, yeah, we're on Rumble now. So definitely, if you're a Rumble fan, go do that uh also got top lops in here go to go to toplops.com you Jose at checkout for 10 percent off you can get my merch you can get uh targeting merch you can get all sorts of merch uh, that's the place to do it let's fucking let's stop stop this rigmarole and get into it what's up top
4: hey what's going on brother thanks for having me
5: again
3: hell yeah fat day hey
5: what's up everybody
4: yeah, yeah
3: we're just we're just I, I hope you
5: can see backstage because i was doing wild things oh yeah you're uh, banging back i saw you
3: you're going it was cool <laughs> I, i'm not gonna lie i was bumping that's a good that's a good tune <laughs> all right. Clint.
6: So, since we're trying out for uh for Timcast, black people are inferior. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could get away with that
3: one. <laughs> I mean it is clean, technically, yeah. I guess. <laughs> it's
5: also uh, just it can be a true thing. I mean, really. I mean they're inferior at something. <laughs> I mean there's it, something that they're they're better at sports, but okay. I mean all right. I all Charlie, what's up, my
7: Which man? Which one of you is gonna volunteer to put the dildo up your ass for Timcast? Oh, that's.
5: I,
4: <laughs> I was well. We I mean, all just we have volunteer. To volunteer?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> At this point, we're fighting for which one will do it. <laughs>
6: hey, I was actually oh, just man. listening to uh, Legion of Skanks today on my way back from watching Avatar, which, by the way, is longer than Homer's Odyssey. It is the fucking longest movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, and they were talking about the. No, actually, I was listening to the the Parks, whatever it's called, with Joe Rogan and oh, with Joe Rogan. Comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and they were talking about the baby bird. And I think we should do it on Timcast. I think, I think, I think Fat Dave should throw up in my mouth.
3: (laughs) Might be a bit, bit, bit far. (coughs) No, (laughs) no,
6: (laughs) I think it's what we have to do.
5: Oh,
3: behind the seat, like. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, on
6: the stream, on the stream, I think we should have, like, I think Top and Dave should throw up in my
2: mouth.
3: Yeah. Just swap it around. All right. I'm down for
5: whatever. Uh, They will remember (laughs) us. <laughs> All right, guys, I don't you guys think you have to do whatever I've Moloch
3: there, shit. <laughs> Alrighty, let's get into it, Charlie. I think we should do any type of creepy moloch Jesus shit. Jesus Christ, Cole, right. shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love you, Cole. Are you in a delay? I'm just not realizing. I think there might be a delay there. But, anyways, Charlie, let's get I, into I it, think there was a weird Jeez, delay there. You're a delay.
4: Just a sure. mental delay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think Cole might be delayed, or I'm on a delay. Either way, let's get into it, Charlie. Uh, we were just talking about JFK. What are your thoughts on the recent drops? I feel like it's obligatory, considering that uh, shit just happened.
7: I mean, it's like, <clears throat> I don't know. If if 50-plus years you didn't figure out that the CIA was deeply involved in that, Like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I think that that came as a surprise to really nobody. Um, I got a, a friend who's finishing up a JFK book. I know you guys always have uh, Ryan Dawson on, and he's known – my buddy, who's writing the JFK book, says Ryan Dawson's at the the top of the list as far as all that stuff. I'd really love to see one of those. I'd really love to see an actual uncovering of who is who is behind it. I want names and things like that. Uh, I'm not going to be satisfied with these these sort of limited hangout releases of information you know 60 years after the fact i think everybody knows what's what's going on it was a regime change just conducted here on domestic soil as opposed to in beirut or someplace where it normally happens and and um, and and we got and it was on tv so everybody oh. got a chance to see it on a loop for the next six decades so that it's burned into your memory that if you get on the wrong side of the shadow government they will murder you in broad daylight and get away with it and so, yeah. you know, so <clears throat> act accordingly.
6: Hey, Charlie, though, what, I never saw like what was actually disclosed. Like, I know it was just confirmation of things that we probably already knew. But was there any big like everyone's just like, oh, my God, the CIA was involved. And I'm like, OK, where's the information? I never saw it. Like, what was it? I don't
7: know. I, I didn't even dig into it. I didn't even okay. look. To be, to it be was
4: nothing new. Yeah, it was it was uh, the JFK files that Trump declassified. But they were heavily redacted. And then uh, Tucker Carlson said he got somebody, some kind of insider that had information or saw the files unredacted or partially unredacted and was able to tell him that, yes, indeed, the CIA had a part in it. I'm not I'm not sure how much uh, like the guy went into detail with Tucker Carlson. But uh, that, that's pretty much all that it was, which is, I mean, it's really no surprise. Like Charlie was saying, it's like, yeah, we, it's like the Twitter files almost it's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> right.
3: I think there were some releases. I'm talking to my ass a little bit, but I'm pretty sure there was something to do with that. They essentially disclosed that Oswald was, a, you know, essentially at one point in time, they didn't say during that point in time was essentially a uh, informant or something, someone, something along those lines. So definitely, uh, and, you know, hints more towards, you know, Fed of some sort. I believe that was the big thing that dropped i i I'm, I'm I i did not look at it either because I honestly kind of didn't really care it's like, just so yeah. fucking weird
6: we're all conspiracy theorists and no one knows what was actually in this job
3: yeah line. I know so
7: weird <laughs> it just it just it's so it's there's i I don't feel like there's a ton left to discover about that one you know it feels like where well, do they're... you have
6: what's your what's your ultimate thesis man what what's your operating thesis as to who who fired the shot or, or multiple or do you know
7: um, I am of the opinion that it was Israel retaliating for Demona.
3: Whoa. Hmm. Of course, yeah. all roads lead back to Israel.
7: <laughs> I mean, I mean, they, they, they had, I mean, in, in conjunction, I mean, it, the problem with it is, is that it's like you go, okay, well, who wanted to, who wanted Kennedy dead? And you're like a bunch of people, you know? So it's, yeah. it's, it's like, it, it could be just about anybody, you know, you've got, um, you know, I think there's something to be said for the a, a component of it that doesn't get talked about a whole lot here. Um, maybe you know a little bit on on dark journalists, and that is the uh, UFO file. What Kennedy was holding on to with regard to that, and how he was starting to talk about that, and starting to leak info to. Uh, people that he, you know, close to him, women that were he was close to, and uh, they got a little bit nervous about that too. That doesn't it, ever was get it talked Project
6: about. Project Bluebeam in that area. No, that was well. They're talking about
7: like MJ, majestic twelve, and and these these groups that were really running, holding on to the UFO file, and he was not having that. He was not interested in them holding on to that information. And uh, so, look, I mean, it could it have been the the Cubans. Sure. The mafia? Yes. The Italian mafia and Jewish mafia? Yes. Um, you know, people connected to military intelligence that uh, for sure. I mean, there, there were above, a lot of people that yes. wanted him dead.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah. it really could just be a team thing. I mean, it also could have been the Greys, since you brought up the a- alien uh, <laughs> aspect. But, but, see, well, I did Cole get that. But, well, it's I it's not feel like, like this... they would have
7: probed him first. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not like CA
5: kind of like doesn't already use, you know, other people to get their shit done. I mean, they, I mean... um there was a lot. I mean, for one, the funny thing about this to me was like, all this was kind of already known that the CIA was involved because after the Warren Commission, and then I think it was two years later, they had the um, another House committee that looked back on the Warren Commission. And they were like, hey, CIA, where's all those files and stuff? That And they were like, yeah, we just kind of hid that. And then, oh, by the way, like all the stuff we had kept over, it's all gone now. Like it just randomly like blew up and it's gone. So sorry about that. It's like they and then they are. They were like, uh yeah. We really think the CIA, we can't prove it, but I think the House committee at the end just concluded that the CIA was, it was a conspiracy uh, to kill the the president of the United States. And so this was already known, you know, 40 years ago, but it's just kind of little things come out and people just still, I, I guess it's just by now I tweeted out something last week. I was like, if you don't believe the actual, like the CIA was involved by now, you should be in a mental institution because you're just denying reality.
3: I mean, to be fair with the CIA connection, I I think I actually talked about this with Clint and that episode will be dropping here in a few days. Uh, But uh, the the thing with the JFK one is to be fair there, I can understand, especially for a layman, like you do think like, yeah, there's definitely some sort of fuckery afoot, like any normal person. I feel like most people, they've run stats on people and something ridiculous, like well over 70% of people think it wasn't the official story. Like, like at a minimum. And there are like, even Charlie just alluded to, there were multiple angles. It could have been the mafia, could have been the Cubans, could have been these guys, could have been this guy. So like, I mean, sure, maybe the, like, I don't feel like it's that crazy to say the CIA has their hands dirty to some extent, but it's like, to what extent? Like, did they just cover up some things? Were they involved heavily? Was it their their op originally? Was it some, were they helping out someone else? It, it's we don't know, or they, or maybe they weren't even involved at all. I feel like that's a little bit retarded, but you know, like I can understand as a layman, how you'd be like, "Well, there's a million different angles to this, so yeah, I don't know." You know, Pro- Project at the, Bluebeam at was the very from 19- least
7: they were the cover-up squad. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I think they we all agree they with that. they cleaned up the 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 post shooting mess with the media with the invention of the term conspiracy theorist with the mm-hmm. you know demonization of anybody who who started to look into this i mean they they created uh, all sorts of false trails and things like that i mean they 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 were definitely involved in the cover but i mean multiple shooters yes when you have multiple shooters you can have multiple agendas it's like nobody wanted to risk this guy living through through this event you know because if because if he made it through
2: Oh, he knew yeah. who
7: he he knew who it was. He knew the groups that were responsible. So you've got to be 100 percent sure you're going to take him out. You're going to hit him in a moving car. Or, you know, I mean, there's a lot of variables there. A very slow way.
5: moving car, by the way.
4: <laughs>
7: yeah. You know, it yeah. really
4: yeah. It makes yeah. me think it, about uh, Donald Trump. Right. Because uh, if you <clears throat> if you consider the amount of information that this guy does know, why is he still alive? If he's such a wild man, you know, like, they, I, well, because I think taking him I, out. I,
6: I think he demonstrated that he was willing to play ball with the the lockdowns and shit like that. Cause he never, mm. I think that's probably why he was such a fucking bitch. Um, hold on real quick. It, project Bluebeam was from 1947 to 1969. I'll accept oh, the apology was... now, Cole. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry.
5: I thought it was, in the, I thought it was uh, I guess the conspiracy comes from a guy in the nineties yeah, that they would 94. use project blue beam to, uh, that they, you actually use that to like the uh, the Antichrist would like, yeah return. it was for the New and World it, Order and that. yeah oh, right shit. that's but, that's but, what but I'm like
6: thinking. the actual FBI research into UFOs uh, transpired right up until JFK's presidency so I think that's that's an interesting correlation if he was actually going to disclose things but I don't, I don't know uh, Charlie you ever dug deep on the alien issue is you got any any uh, inside track info to
7: confirm or nor deny <laughs> I I have a deep interest in it you know Me I'm too. fascinated by it but I don't pretend to have any sort of special information about it, except that, you know, there's a lot of, um, there's, there's a lot of people that, well, I, I, I've got a family friend who, who gave me a, a crazy story, a personal story. Right. So, and I'll, I'll tell it now because it's, it's too good to pass up, (laughs) but, but we're at dinner, right? This is, uh, 2006, I think I'm in Vegas. I have a, this couple over, they're older. It's my ex-wife's, uh, family, right? Very straight lace. Well, the 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 wife is kind of kooky. She she's fun, kooky, but but super smart. And the husband looks like a hedge fund guy, you know, just really buttoned up. They come over, we start having dinner, we start drinking some wine, and we start talking about stuff. And, you know, after like in in that second bottle of wine, the wife mentions that um her entire family has been followed since she can remember uh by you know what she describes as sort of like non-terrestrial beings, you know, some of them good, you know, most of them good, but like kind of following her. And I was like, okay, what's going on? So, um, then she, I said, well, when was the last time you had an experience with this? And she said, well, it was a couple of years ago. I just kind of like woke up and there was a gray at the foot of my bed and I'm like kind of looking at my wife going, you know, okay, where's this going? And, uh, And, and, and I'm looking at the husband to try and get like 10, kind of be like, are you, you know, is this a, you know? And he says, he goes, he goes, I always thought she was crazy, but, um, he goes, I'll be damned to open my eyes. And it was right there. And I'm looking at it and I'm looking, you know, we're all, he says, and then that thing touched me and it, and I thought I was having a heart attack. It shot this like electric pulse through me. And I was just kind of frozen there and I was like, holy shit. And he says, and then it it just sort of vanished and disappeared. And the next day, I was like, I said to my mom, I was like, I was fucked up last night. But like, did they really tell the alien story? Am I like, was I that bomb? She's like, no, like it was excruciating detail. Now, the thing that made it so real to me was that I, the husband is such a straight laced guy, like it never, in a, he's not like somebody that you would ever think would be. He's like, just think of like the most buttoned up white devil wall street guy you can think of having a ufo ex- having a, an alien experience where the fucking gray put its hand on it and just froze him and, and the this, look his on wife his wife like, right next to him ah. his wife yeah they're both in bed wow and yeah. um yeah. and when he man when he confirmed it it just really kind of hit me so so look i've never seen anything like that okay but i'm not going to i'm not going to say that i i'm not going to say that other people's experiences aren't aren't real i certainly believe that there's a whole lot of mystery out there a whole lot of things that we're not being told of i'm i'm very interested in it i don't have a ton of experience with it. my podcast partner tony merkel does a show called the confessionals and that's like paranormal. Uh, How can we talk to Tony?
4: How can cryptid- we, talk Oh,
7: I'll, to Tony? I'll make that introduction for sure. Cause he's doing Please. films now. He, he, he filmed a dog. Yeah, man. The dog man.
2: Oh my God. It's
4: yeah. he did the a dog man documentary another.
7: that was really scary and they just wrapped up. They <laughs> were at, uh, uh, right next to, um, Skinwalker ranch in Utah for, for a month Ooh. this summer. And they had, they all, the whole crew had like crazy experiences there and they filmed everything. So, So look, I know there's something out there and I don't, and I don't pretend to understand it, but I'm, I'm interested to, to figure it out and know more and see it. You know, I'm a, I like a good ayahuasca trip and stuff like that. So I'm interested in what's on the periphery. I'm interested in what we can't see with our eyes. And I, I, we get really wrapped up in like, well, if I don't, if I can't see it, then it didn't happen. And I feel like that's really short sighted. So I'm because of like my interest in things like psychedelics and whatnot, I think I'm maybe predisposed to fall into that category of believing, but I also I'm just open. I'm open to yeah. it all.
6: You know. I'm I'm increasingly convinced that that the ayahuasca trip is actually takes you to a different dimension because there's the the constant stories that are are so similar and yeah. and
5: Same with individual
6: DMT. individual t- yeah. to the person, but yet collectively shared, and it's like. I don't know, man. That just strikes me as something. I, else. I
5: remember I had a um, a pastor growing up that he he and he was this like same thing straight laced guy. This is more, more this wasn't less of aliens, but more of like he, but he was very religious and he was thinking. The, he said when you do take drugs and they do have especially DMT ayahuasca anything like that, he was like, I think they are. It's not just a you're going to a different dimension. It's removing the veil of your eyes yes. and you are seeing the religious world. Like you're seeing like the, whatever, fourth, fifth dimension of, or whatever you want to say, but he was a pastor. So he's obviously, but he was like, I'm 100% convinced that this is what's happening. Like you, it's just the veils removed. Say because they talk about with like the DMT elves. Um, they're like, yeah, these guys, they, what they find is everybody sees them. But the whole thing is they can see you and they're very um, weirded out that you can see them. Like, they're kind of like, what's going on? Why can you see us right now? And I've always mm-hmm. heard that that's kind of the whole thing. And it's like, everybody shares the same experience because could those be, to a religious person, that's like, oh, that's angels. Like, that's obviously what well, that is. I mean, demons. plus they're
6: racist, so that that convinces me that they're <laughs> angels.
5: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Black
6: people that do DMT always say that the, the elves are racist towards them. I'm like, <laughs> is that a thing like, for real? That's awesome, yeah. <laughs>
3: wow. For sure, I was like, sure they, I I mean, mean, like comes up,
6: "Fucking ayahuasca elves go on tower gang. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but of Yucubian elves up there.
4: <laughs> this idea comes up a lot, like like in uh, Stephen King's book, uh, The Dark Tower. And I, I know he's gay and all that, but I, there is some, <laughs> there's something that's interesting when it when it comes up in uh, like popular culture. So mm-hmm. he talks about something like a thinny, where it's like it's basically a veil that you just like you, you kind of open, and then there's another side to it. And I feel like we're constantly living in that. Maybe that's why places like uh, Skinwalker Ranch are haunted, or why uh, our our elite will go to Bohemian Grove and sacrifice children in that specific location because there's something going on behind the veil right there. For so sure, I'm a big believer in that.
5: Ley lines yeah. were are a thing in like every culture for a, for a reason. Like it's like like they understood that yeah. there were certain places you could go that
3: were like very different than ever. And there was, I mean. So exactly. next time I do shrooms on Tower Gang, I need to find a ley line. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
7: <laughs> yeah. You got to get on one, man, if or get to near like, yeah. If your third eye is
4: open enough, you'll be able to sense it when you're not high. Like you can walk into a place and be like, "This place is weird" or "This place is good." I get they, that a lot sometimes.
7: They talked about that. Uh, Ryan, we had Ryan Burns on our Union of the Unwanted show, and and he was he's the, owned Skinwalker, and and and. Asking him about like, well, tell me, like, give me an example of some crazy shit that that happened. He goes, all right, well, like we went to bed one night and like our house outside of our house, we have one of those big like cargo containers just kind of sitting in the grass and it's sitting, you know, parallel to, to the house. And we wake up the next morning and it's perpendicular to the house. He's like, I didn't move it. Nobody moved it in the middle of the night. I don't know what to tell you. We didn't hear anything. We're right next to it. You know, he's like, he's like shit like that all the time and so when tony went and filmed they asked a lot of uh they asked some locals about that some some sort of native people they said well what about skinwalker ranch you know you know they weren't actually on it they were just near it and the locals were telling them you don't you just need to be near it (laughs) there's like it's not just limited to where that piece of property that's just one that's just the sort of best known piece but they're like this whole area is totally you know uh it's like an they described it as like an interdimensional like railway station or something where like everything is coming and going through there. So, so I asked Tony and I asked, talked to his director uh, about it uh, on two uh, separately. And, and they both said the same thing. I said, you guys see UFOs? They go like every single night, like 10 of <laughs> them a night. It was like, what? Wow. And they're like, yeah, like it, it, just it reminds me
5: because he said like the highway, like it's kind of a stop off point. It reminds me of, there was, I don't know if you remember this, um, there was a 4chan post early. I can't remember exactly the name of the guy, but he came up on 4chan and he was like, Hey, I'm an alien just kind of passing through. Uh, we're we're stopping by at Earth and just like logging on just to see what you're like and everything. People were asking questions. Um, it's no. real, uh Real Mizium. I think it's was the Mizium is the guy's name. I can't remember exactly.
3: Mixel Pitilic. Is that what it
5: was? <laughs> i don't some know but it was like real out there will
3: jump for joy i to want to say it's reference. real museum
5: is the is the conspiracy but it's like that this guy would because and what he was doing people were like okay yeah whatever sure all right then send me like my a picture of my house or something like that and so he would start sending pictures of this house and that people would like reverse image search it and they would be nowhere on the internet and then like at some point one guy was like all right fine i'm gonna be outside of my house in like five minutes um if you come by and, and show me you're here. And he said, like, he went outside and he filmed it and he was like, there was three lights in the air and they like, kind of stayed there for a bit and they left. And then the guy was like, yeah, my family's here, by the way, so I'm out. And he just left. And so it was this He's whole like, thing, unfortunately. It's like, they, I mean, it, it's like, can you believe it was just a guy faking it? Sure. You, but like the same
6: time. The first contact came through
7: 4chan.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but that would be like, it's not even first contact. It's just kind I of like, you no,
7: know, it's legit, man. There you no like go. A, it's like, if, like where if... all the scumbags hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, these are all these the are people. I'm an intergalactic nope. alien. I'm gonna go. No, we'll you know, the I'm going to the bar at first. You know, bar in Star Wars. I feel it's like the,
6: the older I get, the more uh, either open or unhinged I become because I, I undulate between like either believing that aliens are real or that simulation theory is totally legit and like none of this is fucking relevant whatsoever and i can't make up my mind which is which <laughs> cuz oh, like yeah. life is so life is just so deeply strange um the fact that we exist at all the fact that like there's a, a planet that came from nothing allegedly an entire universe that came from nothing and then there's god <laughs> talk and drugs that allow you to see these gods and fucking i'm like what what is any of this this none of this makes sense it's all ones and zeros man
3: I mean, most of it's intellectual masturbation in a certain sense like for example like the simulation thing whether this is a simulation or real in a in, in a sense it doesn't really matter like the same like everything whether it's a simulation or it's a real deal it's like it it's basically the same thing it, like and kind of like uh, anyone who's gone deep into like the free will argument or like looked at like Sam Harris like once you understand the arguments that are being made on both sides you realize kind of makes no difference because even if there's no free will you're operating as if you do have free will so it's like you essentially de facto have free will so like it's the same idea with like the simulation argument a lot of this stuff is just intellectual masturbation but it is fun Uh, i agree
4: but i also disagree with you jose and i'm gonna slide into my little conspiracy theory here for a second because if you go (laughs) if you delve deep into the simulation theory thing you kind of start to think about like like i said ones and zeros and uh i start to think about like like vibration and then you start to think about uh, people with perfect pitch or people who can manipulate vibration. Because if you have like if you play a good song, everybody will like it. Everybody likes a certain uh, a certain
3: uh, yes, people like music
4: uh, combination. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a combination of frequencies. It, the people like a combination of frequencies it, that are put in in sequence. You can you can do that and loop it forever. So like I think of like, even like speaking. Somebody like Obama, I wouldn't be surprised if he has something called perfect pitch where he understands uh like the inflections in what he's saying Hitler. and is manipulating you to that level i'm I'm dead serious <laughs> sounds crazy
6: i love I love. kanye's joined us
4: i like i'm Hitler. going crazy <laughs> let me put my mask on real quick but uh, yeah no it's, I, I think so because i took a class i took a class in a perfect pitch or a, at least a relative pitch and the guy did perfect. have like a
2: yeah
4: yeah he, he had like this transic voice where like uh you can tell he could understand exactly every inflection. He was, he was hitting it with every sentence and every word. And it kind of like lulled you. Well, so, just look
6: at John Mayer. He fucking he gets like whatever starlet he wants. He's not that good looking, but you got the you got the pipes and you got the guitar. You just it's in.
4: John Mayer is a musical genius. Don't get me so, started so on John Mayer. You're saying, <laughs> uh, he,
3: he just got captivated by Hillary. He actually watched all the speeches, and he's just like, "Holy he's shit!" Like, well, I don't know what he's pitch. saying, but this just dude's like banging. <laughs>
6: that could be honestly like I I think that Kanye in particular would be someone that would be would be very prone to uh, just absolutely adoring someone who has the what he has which is like this synesthesia this... perfect pitch he had
4: 100 has syne- synesthesia i don't know if he has perfect pitch but like people like neo pharrell do like there's there's different people that do have this yeah and, and masters at what same they with timberland
6: too uh, like anyone that can put together a beat or a song or a melody Jimi Hendrix.
2: sorry yeah
6: no no i I'm, I'm agreeing i just i just think there's like it's just fascinating because there's I mean there's how does been that, by the way, top, how does that tie though?
5: into your simulation theory? Was that is it just saying that yeah yeah, people are, yeah.
4: because it's that, all, connect that, connect that that all vibration, it's all vibrations. Um you just
3: vibrate you can <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: No, well, when you play if you play a note on the guitar uh or or a note on the piano, it'll vibrate 440 hertz per second. That's an A note. And it's it's all math. Like even if yeah. you learn it on the surface level, uh, music is just math. But when you start to look into the actual frequencies and the numbers behind it, it's literal just numbers. It's fucking crazy to think about that but even even the the spoken spoken word is just numbers if you like really look at like the vibrations that that you're that you're hitting. If so, I think about this you, too long I go totally
6: you, schizophrenic. Yeah.
7: What do you think about that um decision that was made to change the frequency from 440 oh, yeah, to that's... 432?
4: Yeah, I don't I, well f- so for me when I was playing music I know that I preferred a live um like Live music, which whether you're playing guitar or violin or whatever it is, we're always tuned like just not a half step up, but like slightly higher than what standard would be. So mm-hmm. it gives a little bit more excitement. I don't really know what to make of it, I don't know why they changed it, but it certainly is interesting. And they did it for a reason. And it yeah. wasn't
5: the uh, I want to say it wasn't the Nazis, that <laughs> they it, mean the Jews. <laughs> I always thought it think was, was the it was Nazi the guy that was- did it. Oh, okay. I mean, and the Jews. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All
3: right, gotcha. but, uh, I got
5: you. But I didn't want to say this, Charlie, because uh, you mentioned you had a personal, like, thing with aliens. Have you ever heard yeah. of the uh, the big kind of dark triangles in the sky that kind of like go over people's houses? Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My my aunt and uncle were here just a couple weeks ago, and I think I've told the story before on uh, on our show, but. Before they, you tell
3: the story, what is their credit score? So I know whether I should care. They
5: uh, live in like the fucking hills of uh, Virginia. Like, they oh, oh, no the way, in ponies yeah. So, so in, like in the
6: 300s. no credit. Score. <laughs>
5: um,
6: if you live in a but, mobile home park, I don't care about your stories. That's just...
5: It is not a mobile home park. They live out in like the fucking woods. Like it's just like, it, but they do have a house. <laughs> like, but uh, and they were telling me they would watch. They were they got home one night and they were watching uh they saw in the sky there was like three dots they were kind of like like playing with each other they were kind of like it looks like dancing and they were like whatever so they pulled up binoculars and they're watching it and they sat there for like 20 minutes um and then my uncle's like okay i need to go down and feed some they have de- they have a lot of deer that come through so they put up corn for deer and so he leaves and my aunt stays up there and watches it and she says all of a sudden like the lights started getting closer and closer and closer And so they were actually on top of the house and she said she looked up and she could see a large like black triangle about 50 feet on each side with red and green lights on the outside on the outer edges at the uh, points and then a large white light in the middle. And they said it was like it was slowly, slowly moving across over there quietly and and quietly. They said it was like a whoosh. It was like kind of like just a weird whooshing sound that was kind of like unnerving. And they said it followed the um, electrical easement all the way down and it was going towards my uncle. And my uncle said, he said, yes, he was like, I was down there feeding. I was putting out the corn for the deer and I look up and it's above me. And he said, it's no more than like 50 feet off the top of the the trees. And he was like, and it was following. And he's like, I could hear it. He was like, I could walk faster than it. But he said he watched it go and then he was like, it just kind of went up the mountain and then just went over. And he was like, and then that's he was like, that was really creepy. But he was like, and then afterwards, I was like, that sounds really weird. I wonder if this happened before. Look it up. It happens all the fucking time. Like there's articles about people like seeing this like back in like 2001. They're just yes. like, oh, yeah,
3: like this, this is happening all the time. Not, not There's no explanation to be, for it at all. Not no. to be the skeptic, but my mind immediately, I was an aircraft mechanic for over a decade. You guys know this. Charlie probably doesn't. I don't assume he watches my show, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm a fucking, for me, be like, red and green are the directional lights on the aircraft. So just go, you know, in the future. So for me, I heard red and green I immediately, were like, yeah, uh, those are probably the, the. Those could easily just be directional lights on on an aircraft. Now I will say it's weird uh, that it like the, the way the tr three
7: b that's yeah. made by Northrop Grumman <laughs> <laughs> is
3: that, that actually it. what it is? Is that what?
5: Or yeah. is there? Okay, so it was. That's the thing. It was like either this is aliens or this is some weird. No, it's like, uh, that's military that's, aircraft that they just don't talk about. You know how
7: you did? You know how when we had the first Iraq War, all of a sudden it was like surprise. We have the stealth bomber. Oh yeah. Mm. At some point, it'll be a surprise we have TR three Bs. All right,
3: there you go. Okay. See, red and green. I cracked it. Just, just. Well, that's, a, that's the again. thing. It was like they were like the weirdest <laughs> it's part. It's just though, the next was like, generation no, of it. They're like re-
7: they're real quiet. They're real. They're a hundred percent real. People see them all the time. And they were it's like just, the, the weirdest part was like
5: to. there's no military base around there, so we didn't figure out that like yeah. that was that. But it was like yeah, they just kind of it, it was like yeah. hovering. It was like they didn't. We didn't yeah. see any type of propulsion. Re- yeah. Every, it, it like
7: doesn't make, a, doesn't make a noise yeah yeah like Shit. sort of yeah i've had a i've had a stealth bomber fly over me before and it's it's really freaky you know i mean it was broad daylight and obviously i wasn't i didn't i wasn't thinking it was a ufo or anything but it's kind of unnerving i've had it happen on uh on two different occasions so it's uh i mean it's uh, a literal it's, bomber pre- it's pretty it's pretty unforgettable when it happens you know because yeah. you're just like whoa because it's you know, it's so big. It's so big that it, it you you sense the shadow before you even see it. You know, Jeez. Jeez.
3: yeah. And they are very yeah. like like the 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 stealth bombers are very creepily shaped. Like they're very futuristic. So for us, it's kind of weird. I mean, we are used to those now, so it makes sense they have future shit out there. Like what I guess they saw. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's bring it back to modern day shit. There's some crazy stuff going on. We obviously touch on JFK, but today. I saw they did the sentencing of the Adam Fox. Uh, I don't know if you guys how closely you're following the Michigan stuff. I've covered that decent amount. Uh, if you guys want to follow, either go to my playlist or check out that stuff. Or I would actually suggest Radix Verum. She's done better work on it than I have. Uh, you know, Go check out her channel. But Adam Fox, uh, he got sentenced today. And he got sentenced to 16 years. And if you guys know anything about this case, Adam Fox was the one, like the main one they all attacked. This dude was a literal, like basically a homeless guy living. uh, I guess technically he wasn't homeless because he was sort of living somewhere, but he lived in like the basement of like a vacuum clean shop or some shit, like that his buddies let him live at. And he was like, I don't know if he was mentally ill or just like kind of autistic or, but he was an odd fella, kind of just like a sad sop, you know, just and, and essentially, if you like actually look into the story, Basically, what it looks like happened a shitload of feds swarmed around him, tried to make him the patsy as if he was leading this entire kidnapping plot. And even what he actually did wasn't that bad. He kind of went along with most of the stuff they did. But it was more like they would like, here, you know, put, hold these binoculars, do this. And you'd just be like, OK. But it was for him. It was like he made these friends. He never really did anything. If anything, he was just kind of going along with a ride. It was the feds that was doing all of it. Um, so, I mean, hopefully they'll, they'll be able to appeal and get, but it's it's really actually kind of fucked up and sad. Um, and they're still grasping at straws of the Michigan one. A lot of people know uh, a couple of people got exonerated, like Brandon Caserta, I've had him on my show a few times. He got exonerated. Uh, um, and uh, I forget the other guy with him. There's so many people involved in here, but Adam Fox was the main Patsy, the guy they targeted throughout. And he's getting 16 years. And he's the one that they did the mo- pretty much it was the most egregious thing is what they did to him. Cause he was just a sad guy. They befriended him, you know, hung out with him for forever, completely set him up and just fucked him. So well, what,
6: what frustrates me the most about this is that because it was a entrapment scheme, like you were assured that you were going to have someone that, that burnt for it. Because even, even if like a bunch of the guys got off, they still needed to have a handful that go to prison for long, you know, sentences just so that they can then say, Like, this was a real threat. Radicalism in this country is a real threat. We need to have additional funding for the FBI to go after homegrown domestic extremists, yada, yada, yada. Um, So this is kind of an inevitable conclusion of that. But it's tragic because, of course, the guy who's probably the most mentally incapacitated is going to serve the most time. And that's normally how the FBI operates.
3: Yeah, it's the Trump effect. It's kind of like if you guys remember with all the Russia stuff, there are all these people going to jail, but it would be never anything actually directly related to any of the Russia shit. But the only reason was so they could upkeep this narrative of look how bad these guys are, because most people don't actually dig into the truth. They just look at it at a surface level and they just see, oh, well, they've had this many convictions. Like, well, what did they get them for? Tax fraud and some shit not doing it with this at all? And that's kind of, you know, what we're seeing here where they're, they're hemming these people up. I mean, they're getting them for the actual charge here. So it's a little bit different. But the point being is they had so many people they went after. They had to get at least some of them. What's uh, funny
5: is, uh, so they got this guy, whatever, 16 years, and they can get and they can get most of them. But uh, for some reason, the Nashville uh, bomber has still never been found. <laughs> and there's no reason. I was actually, I, I was watching the news, which I never fucking watch the news. I was just at my parents' house on Christmas. And I was watching the news. And, uh, of course, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, it was the two-year anniversary of the national bombing. And they brought it up on TV, like there was a, in the news. And they were talking about how um, a lot of the businesses are finally back open. And they were talking about how the cops were, like, responded. And they, they actually did say they were, like, uh, it was terrible. Although the van did say before how the bomb was about to go off, and the van was putting out there, and then they just kind of skipped over. They were just kind of they're they like, okay, we'll say that. Won't mention that they never fa- they never prosecuted or even looked for any type of culprit for that. <laughs> they just uh, continue on, and like I just I just thought that was really funny because like they they acknowledge it happened. They know all of the facts that this like ginormous bomb was telling people to leave and the police were there escorting people out before it went off and then it blows up right next to a very weird thing with at&t and then uh, all, also other other vans were found that day across did that have like, something Tennessee.
4: to do with uh, like some kind of election servers or am i just like charlie might have more,
3: more uh this one probably that seems no no uh, it seems to be up your alley
7: I, I, I did hear something about that, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I really this one don't.
3: was I thought would be totally, because this one is
5: like the one that has been almost most memory hold, except, I mean, there's a couple. I mean, like this one was really, like almost immediately after it happened, it was like no one talked about it. I mean, they'll be mentioned in passing. Like I said, they'll be on the news for just a short 30 second clip where they just kind of mention it. But the, the, the only thing they talk about is that the businesses are coming back. They don't like, it doesn't. they're just like, oh yeah, they're rebuilding. And now they're back. So the businesses are open. Good job uh
6: i had i had uh kyle seraphin on my show it comes out on thursday and he's a a current fbi agent but suspended for speaking out against the the actions of the fbi essentially and
5: one of your colleagues uh, (laughs) yes
6: i I, I make that exact joke in the intro so let's go you'll you'll appreciate it i said i had to have one of my people on you know (laughs) um but uh yeah it was it was fascinating because like he was very open about you know the corruption that exists within it but he really emphasized that it's just like this is just a bureaucratic nightmare and like anybody that's decent like him obviously he considers himself to be decent since he got suspended for speaking out uh he's like anybody that's decent just can't get anything done so i think and and he also talked about how there's a lot of cordoning off uh, or like partitioning off of information so that like most of the agents don't have a fucking clue what they're actually doing and i think that's 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 what uh, allows me to explain kind of these more grand conspiracy theories that that transpire where people go like, well, you'd have to have so many fucking people involved to oh, yeah. cover that up. And it's like, no, you actually don't. Because yeah. all you have to do is run an op and say like, okay, we're doing a training drill this day. And then you have all these guys that are functioning as if it's a training drill. It turns out that it's not. I mean, and we see this over and over again with big events that happened, uh, particularly in our lifetimes. And it's like, well, yeah, I think that's probably how they they cover up their ops is they actually they give someone a, a story that is it feels in the moment as if you're just doing your job
3: it's yeah i don't know it's deep speaking man. of it's, training drills i do want to get charlie on tower gang at some point to talk about sandy hook we're not going to talk about here because yeah. i care about this channel but like
7: as an example like why the fuck don't we talk about las vegas
5: yeah, that's another yeah. one. That's another huge
7: one. Like it's... it's just like we're just gonna all pretend like that's like so much that bigger than Tennessee. Tennessee. People, you know people I mean? constantly
6: bring up the Tennessee thing, and I'm like, it was like it was so such a small deal in comparison to Vegas. You had fucking I think it was 60 people that got murdered, and and it's like,
7: it, it, okay. and like you've got massive gaping holes in the official story yes. with regard to like the security guard and. The amount of ammunition and the F- feds involvement and once again what do you know feds had an idea that something like this was going go to go you know and the Everybody saudis are, are to in town speak. too and then the <laughs> whole ellen thing and and
4: now this dude that oh yeah that, they decided yeah. on ellen although yeah, i, I that was I the believe security that story. guard right
5: that was the security guard that uh they changed the story when he got because he got shot and they were like at first they said he like he got shot like 10 minutes before and then they were like no he got shot right before he started shooting and they were like, no, he like confronted them in his, in the thing, and then he got shot like three minutes before. No,
6: Top, top's talking about the black dude that
4: killed himself. Yeah, but he killed himself over NFTs, which is actually believable. Because I was like, <laughs> I, was, I had I had my <laughs> I had my conspiracy gears going and they were like, Oh, he was heavily invested
6: in NFTs. Yeah. And I was like, Sounds right. I killed myself too. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine, like, taking your own life because you're an idiot? <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's, like, I mean, Every I, day, I, every I, day. Complete, <laughs> complete sidebar, but I, my wife, uh, I remember this, I wish I could remember the name of the guy. There was a thing a while back, like, years ago, uh, maybe, like, three, four, five, six years ago, and there was uh, this dude, I remember he was on Dr. Phil, and my wife showed me it, and there was this guy who killed his wife and his kids, and, like... Chris
6: Benoit? Uh, I was
3: yeah, about to no, say not it. Benoit. No, <laughs> he was the one, he, like, stuffed his kids in, like, barrels and, like,
7: Oh, the Colorado no. guy. This is the Colorado. Yeah. yeah. This is and my the guy. wife,
3: my wife, which she's going to, I found out that she was into like MLM, like multi-level marketing. And I immediately was like, Oh, I get it. Like, but don't <laughs> don't don't bring the kids into it. That's too far. But like, I could totally get your wife just running you financially through the ringer. But like, all right, the kids is too far. I get it though.
6: <laughs> and anytime I see a story like that and the dude's got a side chick that he's like leaving his wife and family for, I'm always like, Man, that chick must fuck. I know that's that's a bad thing to think but like that's that's my immediate thought I'm like this girl must suck the life out of you
3: (laughs) if you'll
5: murder your whole family yeah Junkie Jeff also brings up another great one and that was Aurora the Aurora uh, Batman uh, shooting like completely like if you look into that one it is you know
4: Charlie how does this make you feel because like a big thing in your book uh, the octopus of octopus of global control is is false flags and it's just like constantly another one so you like? Do I got to write this book again? What, do- dude?
7: <laughs> I mean, you know, it was. I had the, one of the great moments of my life at an Arkapuko a couple years ago in the bar, till two thirty in the morning, sitting with Ole Damgaard talking about uh, Operation Gladio, and I was yeah. just like, I'm tripping out, man. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> have- if you don't know
4: who Ole Demogard is. Dude I he's mean, he,
7: they they made a verb out of his name you know to damagard it you know is to go like dig in and look at the look at all the pictures and look at the look at you know look for sh- you know you'll always find shoes yeah. you always find bicycles and all this these these are trigger deal. these are trigger items these are things that are there so yeah. there's a psychological program I know what you're talking about yeah it's wild like, yeah. For- his it's his big thing wild. is
4: like it's like karma right like he, he's he thinks that they think they this is what i was saying before or like a couple episodes ago i don't remember where but like they're like vampires where they have to tell you what they're gonna do or yeah, they
5: have to ask to be into your house effect. they have to ask to come in before they actually do it
7: yes there's, yeah yeah there's some there's some sort of backwards type of ethics going on here where they feel justified as long as they tell you what what they're gonna do yeah and and so you know you you, you get you, you start to get like unfortunately i guess good at at recognizing false flags you start to see patterns forming and 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 stories that don't add up and and sometimes even the same people showing up over and over again always of Maybe the hard. opinion that it's it's a traveling rock band it's a yeah. going from nato base to nato base well, I'm not win, entirely. I was just going to about
2: that.
6: <laughs> Le- Leanna you know? wins the weirdest because Boston bomb- bombing, and then she's the the top. You know, fucking lock everybody down forever uh, during COVID. Uh, there's analysts, a lot and of
7: like. there's a lot of intelligence agents involved in these 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 events that happen, and you you just better at recognizing them and, um, and and it's and it sucks that we have to live in a world where you have to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and the pattern thing is,
5: is also, I mean, it makes sense because I mean, Jose has been in the military, you know, it's like, it is, they always follow a certain rules and procedures and they follow a standard like set. And they're like, they're, it's not changing just because it's the FBI or CIA or anything. Like, they still have to follow, fa- they, they still follow a certain playbook. And so they just right. c- continue to do the same thing over and over again. And so once you see the patterns, it's like, it starts to, I mean, yeah. you'd you see it yeah. in a lot of the, play- well, I mean, like I said, with Aurora and, uh, I guess Sandy Hook is another one, but again, what Lizard- you know, again, get creative. you guys in
7: trouble with, with that stuff, you know, because that's kind of platform specific when you talk about some of these third rail <laughs> <Tower> shootings. <game. laughs> shootings, but you know, just in general, there's, there's not a whole lot of deviation from the, from these main plot points that they have you know lone lone radicalized shooter online white nationalist you know and they start they just start pulling in agendas they're like all right, let's just put gun control ar-15 bump AGA, stocks i you remember know, bump stocks stock, is the big one. yeah the... bump stock what else vaping he was had a vape pen. you know i mean like whatever it, you throw in there and stick to you and then take you all down and say look this is what crazy looks like you know the yeah. the other
6: reason that i think that most of these are false flags is because if you're going to try and sell me on the concept that these are anti-government extremists and yet the vast majority of them end up like taking out their vengeance upon children like none of that pencils to me because i know a lot of fucking anti-government extremists and i'm like if they were to ever go off the fucking rails it would probably be towards some sort of political figure and, right. and it would certainly not be towards kids and yet every time it's towards kids or towards innocent bystanders it's ne- it's like there's never any uh, or very rarely except for the whitmer case which was completely fraudulent um there's never any real targeting of politicians and the reason i think they do that is because they don't want that narrative out there they don't want they, other radicals they don't want that, that idea buy, that Beck. buy into it, and they go, they go, oh yeah, well now it's happening. Like it's my time to shine. I'm gonna go, you know, handle my governor or whatever. Like they don't want that narrative, so they don't even fucking sell it. That's why I well, thought then- the, the Whitmer case was was fascinating because it did like open that that gateway. And I was like, that seems like a mistake. I don't know why you guys are doing that, but I, yeah. obviously they felt like the the risk reward was meaningful enough that they were like, okay, once once we can prove this out, well then we can roll out the whole Patriot Act domestically.
3: Yeah, it's McVeigh. Like, I actually want to back up a little bit because there's something that uh, Charlie brought up that is one of these things. that's a thread to, through so many things that we talked about. It's Operation Gladio. And and yeah. this ties into JFK. This ties into OKC. This ties into so many things because a lot of people, uh, t- specifically in regards to JFK, this ties into Operation Northwoods. This is the predecessor to Operation Northwoods. And I believe the people who were uh, proposing Northwoods then went uh, over to Europe and did Gladio. Uh, if you don't mind, Charlie, if you could give a rundown real quick, if you're good at it. If not, I can yeah, probably yeah. do my retard uh, breakdown of it. I'm not as good, uh, but I, I assume you probably could do a better uh, summation of what Operation Gladio is. And then you – I mean, we can – I guess I assume most of our listeners know what uh, Northwoods is, but, I, I mean, I um, – yeah. You know, oh, Northwoods was the the thing that JFK uncovered. That was essentially they were going to do false flag attacks on the United States, and he uh, to garner up uh, wartime. Uh, you know, uh, what's sort of domestic flights for... shot down by Cuba? Yeah, yeah and right. Like a bunch of different shit. It wasn't just that. It was also going to be like bombings, shootings, all sorts of shit. They were going to stir this shit up. And I guess JFK came in and said, fuck no. And then, you know, shortly after he died, you're like, <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> yeah, so, um, but I mean, he's on the a
2: Bay
5: of Pigs as today. well. The Bay of Pigs happened yeah. and then yep. CIA was like, okay, fuck you. <laughs> like
3: you're going to yeah. like, we're going to kill but you. Operation Gladio was essentially Northwoods implemented in, in, uh, Europe, but with, uh, fucking, uh, and, and it was with the guy, uh, wait, let Charlie, to... but yeah, Charlie, I go like, ahead. Yeah I, yeah. I
4: like to hear what
7: he so says So Operation that. Gladio was the leave behind, uh, secret army that nato put in western europe after the end of world war ii when uh berlin was split they were concerned that eventually the soviet union would just decide they were going to take the rest of western europe and they didn't want to leave actual troops there so what they did is they left these like covert sort of like militias like super secret on the download. Nobody knows what you're doing. Just stay and wait to be activated. And this was like late forties all through the fifties. And then it was like, at some point they were like, we've got all these guys and they're like super trained and to do all kinds of crazy shit, but there's no crazy shit happening. Russia never even bothered to come any further. So they've just been kind of sitting around doing nothing. So they said, well, well, we've got an idea. Uh, NATO's like, why don't we use them to be sort of covert domestic terrorists. And we'll just do things like blow up railway stations when we need to scare the shit out of the public and have them vote for a particular candidate. So that's what Gladio would do. Gladio, uh, was, was, was mass shooter in a supermarket that they, that's their operation. So when you see the Buffalo thing, that's pure Operation Gladio, like to the T. So what we're seeing here is Operation Gladio USA style or Operation Gladio to electric boogaloo. You you decide. (laughs) But that's what we're getting here. We're getting FBI running domestic terror ops on us. Operation Gladio style.
5: I mean, I guess this goes into uh like the, the London uh tube bombing that happened. Oh, uh yeah, yeah. No, I guess that was one of, is that like kind of one of those same kind of things? Because I remember there was a lot of stuff about that. And they that like was a
7: drill they, going live. Yeah, the seven seven bombing. Yeah, the seven seven bombing. Peter yeah. Power, um, the guy running the op coming out saying giving two separate interviews, uh one on BBC TV and one on BBC Radio talking about how they were running a simulation that day and the simulation was simulating a tube station attack in two different locations. So they set up their crews in two different locations and then completely coincidentally, there was an actual terrorist attack at the exact same time in the exact same place, the exact same way they simulated it. Yeah. and 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 he said that with a straight fucking face on television and the guy goes the the, the reporter goes I, i'm sorry God, i'm sorry you're saying you you were simulating an event similar to a this and the exact same thing happened he goes precisely precisely <laughs> and you go am <laughs> <"My> i <laughs> <own> fucking drugs <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean they did that with nine eleven. Am I supposed
7: well? to yeah. not recognize what's going on here? Am I supposed to go, oh, this is all totally normal?
5: Was that not the same one that they uh, basically people just fucking arrested?
7: blew up in that? Yeah, they, people well, were didn't they murdered they arrest, in that.
5: Did yeah. they just say it was three like Muslim guys with backpacks? Uh, no other thing. I, I believe it. Like there was no other. Like they just kind of chose like three guys. They had
7: backpacks. Yeah, it wasn't uh, like
5: they were just like, yeah, it was like them. And they're like, do you have any evidence? They're like, they had backpacks on.
6: That, like, well, that's that's what the fucking Boston bombing was too. And then they basically executed one of the guys that they were, uh, you know, interrogating.
7: <laughs> it's like, yeah. The, the, and then they the, executed his friend too, uh, I- Ibrahim Todashev. No, the the Todashev is who, from, I, who from, I was
6: actually referencing. Yeah. Oh yeah,
7: that's the, yeah. That's that, one yeah. of the
6: most egregious because they're like,
7: <laughs> yeah, the the, the yeah. Officer McFarlane, FBI agent, shot him in the back, shot him seven times, including and twice. He had, like in the head.
3: Different stories, dude, and he was just like, My bad. <laughs> hey, but Mark Wahlberg plays okay, Mark...
7: classic psychopaths. But Mark Wahlberg
5: is a good guy. You can't say he made a bad movie off of that.
3: Come on, guys. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> yeah, it's wild how these like there's so many, especially the drills, like hell, even like uh, OKC. I don't know if there's a drill, but I do remember they were like the ATF, I believe, did, like, a fucking bomb sweep or some shit before it even happened. So, I, I mean, there never was any leak that there was some sort of drill, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were, like, under the impression of was a drill or Let's something. See. It's a common theme throughout all of these, like, conspiracies, where there's some well, sort of drill or something or some sort of word that gets through, but it's not I'm, sh- I'm sorry, word. but didn't
5: Sandy Hook also, were they having a drill for an active shooter the same time? Or is that just, am I fucking wrong with that? I can't remember if that was the same one. I don't know, but we're not allowed to talk about it. Uh, i
7: I just wanted to just a a gajillion dollars what
6: what makes it so fascinating is that these these false flag uh terrorist attacks are like even if the five of us can all basically agree that there's a litany of examples of them being pretty demonstrably what we're describing they're still so they're (laughs) they're so powerful with the public psyche like they're not going to stop as long as the government's able to get what they want as a response to these, these actions, they're going to continue with them and probably escalate them. And I think that's what we've been witnessing over our lifetimes is like they've realized anytime they need a, a quote unquote freely elected democratic victory that goes directly in, in alignment with their agenda, well,
7: then just have another false flag. Let's I'm
4: surprised
6: that. you guys missed the event 201, but keep going,
4: Charlie. You're about to say something. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, no, that's a great. You're one.
7: right, I agree. It's just, it's such a it's like um, student body right back when, uh, back in the 70s when I, when I went to USC in the 90s. But back in the 70s, when OJ Simpson was there, they had a play called student body right. They just throw the ball, they just hand it off to OJ, and everyone would block, run to the right side, and block, and it was unstoppable. And they ran that play until somebody stopped them and nobody ever could. And that's what we've got with the government right now is that they're just going to run the same play over and over again until it stops working. And right now, false flags, they work really well. They work; they're awful. They're easy. They're cheap. You can do them on, you can make them as complicated or as simple as you want. And you can, and they're effective, especially in this media driven culture that we're in. Well, if if, he's something associated, it's tough to break that, man. So it's like we're at a severe disadvantage here.
6: And if you have the power of of not just censorship, but narrative control. And then on top of that, if there is any investigation, you get to claim state secrets and and redact anything and then just keep it sealed for 70 fucking years like they did with JFK or or the Pfizer data with the vaccines. It's like, okay, well, then we'll never fucking catch up like we can't catch up. They have a monopoly on the. On the information so it's just yeah it's yeah. crazy right it's it's, it's, so very, it's
3: yeah it is i think the trick is to find the ones that are open to be exposed i think one of the best ones right now is okc uh i i really think because it was at this weird inflection point because it was in the mid like in like the what was it 95 96 something like that uh, i think uh, i mean correct me if i'm wrong but it was in the mid 90s essentially and it was at this period of time to where i i don't think the the powers that be had a complete grasp on the um like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, the internet or, or what have you, the, the, what, the apparatus we have nowadays. And so there was all this information and now all these internet autists are coming out the woodworks and have been for the past like five to 10 years are able to collect all this information because it was at a point in time to where that stuff was available and people were able to get that information out and it was dispersed, but the government didn't have like a stranglehold on it like it, it did you know prior and now. So I, I think it's I, just I, about finding good spots and trying to expose those what were we going to
6: say, Clint? Uh, I was just going to say, I, I tend to disagree just simply because there's it's too long ago. You know, that's mm. 30 years ago almost. And and for most of, I mean, I, I'm probably the only one that really remembers it relatively well. Um, that and Waco, well, like, radicalized the fuck out of me because I couldn't believe that my own government had done that. Um, and I don't think that that has the sticking power. Like, it does for libertarians, but it doesn't for the, the vast majority of people. That's why my personal belief is that the... the the conspiracy that we ought to be tackling as hard as humanly possible is the vaccine mandates because it was rolled out to the entire planet, and you have all of the governments in alignment that are all propagating the same narrative that you must do it, and they're willing to punish you, you know, unmercifully uh, for not going along with it. It's like, and it, if it turns out that the your immune system is essentially crippled because of the amount of times you took it, uh, I, I just.
0: Wow, I could really use current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. I just think
6: there's, there's not going to be a better opportunity for people that want to see the system topple than that particular story.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a Good. little bit of both, uh, I think, cause I can, I can see both sides with that one. I could also see too with say something like COVID or the vaccines. Uh, the idea is that people, uh, what's the word, uh, not confirmation bias, but it's the idea of, like when you buy into it kind of deal. So people are more, especially people who bought hook, line, singer, this, they're way more have their heels dug in. Whereas something like an OKC or a Waco or what have you is a little, it's far, it's further back, but not too far back where it's completely out of the con- the, the modern day consciousness completely. So it's Mm -hmm. something you can kind of like Trojan horse your way in and kind of open their mind. But no, I'm not saying, you know, we should as a movement pinpoint focus, either one of them. There's definitely merits to either. But uh, I I don't disagree with you. Uh, But, you know, I I think I guess there's merits to both. Uh, Yeah,
6: no, um, it'll strike it'll strike different groups pretty successfully. But I just think that because it impacted everyone, you know, like that's the one thing that that you can actually get some level of unanimity. And of course, there's going to be some blue pill people that'll never fucking wake up and they'll continue to take boosters until they die. Hopefully soon. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the crazy thing, whether so- you,
7: it's, it's going to happen whether they, whether anyone wants it to or not, you know, it's, yeah. it's like science at this point, right? Trust the science. Well, you know, I mean, I'm I we've it. all had, we've all talked to Robert Malone, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I know Io. I have. Mean, not all of us. No, I haven't. We said uh, we haven't talked to him. <laughs> I he Jewel, thought he Jewel was doing around, man. I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was hanging out with you guys. No, um, we're not. We're
4: not
3: smart enough for that. <laughs> I'll, I'll hit him up tomorrow. I'm sure he'll come on. <laughs> you,
7: you know, he just laid it out like this is this is bad news. Like when you turn it on, you can't turn it off. Yeah, it has we're been like, interesting well, though. Well, what do you like? Ever? And he's like, huh. Oh. it's like. Just keeps nope, going, continue. and you're like, okay, well, that's horrible. Who would ask you to create such a thing? And he goes, the U.S. military. Like, oh, he's like obviously. Like, oh shit. Okay, well, look, this is if this is unfortunately the reality. Clinton, I agree with you. This is gonna, this is gonna impact everybody on the planet. Everybody's gonna know somebody that dies from one of these vaccines.
6: I already do. I mean, and that is a dad, crime but... against humanity. Yeah. Oh. On the on the grandest scale imaginable, bigger than any any this fucking is, Holocaust this is or a, anything this like that. This is a genocide. public
7: executions type event. Yeah. Well, we just I'm, lost I'm our not channel, even... but we're
6: telling the truth. So I
3: don't give a fuck our, channel. <laughs> <laughs> our channel, our <laughs> channel. I think these
4: cowards, these cowards would kill themselves before that. Before we could you know. publicly execute them, but uh, that's <sighs> another story. Oh, well, that's I do. Around. I do want to. The channel's gonna
5: listen. have to go private now. Sorry, this is charlie's wheelhouse but one of the ones that i always like bring up to any conspiracy theories and like especially with aliens kind of is the anunnaki and if you are into that at all and if
7: i don't i don't again i don't have like any sort of he doesn't fuck with the dumb shit Cole stuff. I don't like it. Like I'm so, I'm into it. These are the ones that I'm anything. into as well. I know,
6: I know you're into the dumb shit, Cole. I get it. But the, like, I
7: said <laughs> I, I, I would love to know more about that because oh, like I've been favorites. like I've been to Egypt and so I, I like I I loved all like sort of the architecture there and the in that whole era was is fascinating to me. So I so was always, I did that when I was 16. And so I've always kind of had this appreciation for archaeology. And then Graham Hancock comes around and I'm like, oh, this is interesting too. So have
6: have we like, all
3: watched Ancient Apocalypse? Yeah, it was pretty good. Cool. I have not. What the fuck? I haven't. I mean, no. I haven't, I, I, <laughs> oh my God. I didn't no. think it was like mind blowing though, but I've already been inundated with a lot of that information already. So I was just kind of like, oh, that's cool. I mean, they, no, they put it, I they just thought it was in a really nice well. way. I, yeah, I've,
7: I've got thought it
6: was really well done.
7: i I want to see it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, so good, good
3: man! I mean, if you've already looked in this information, it's not like anything new, uh, but it's cool. It's presented well for the math. So it's nice. Is, is
5: this a uh, is this a kind of thing with uh, because I hear ancient apocalypse, and the only thing I can think of is a great reset
3: type of theory. Yep. So it's, how, it's the
6: younger Dryas it's based off of what is most likely an asteroid impact 12,000 years ago
3: that, that's right. what Cole's saying uh, the, 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 not the great reset that we're talking about with like the WEF and shit but like a great reset in the aspect mm-hmm. of like you know the kind history of. of mankind society yeah. the idea that you know there was some great apocalypse like it wasn't there and a shitload well, of stuff. it
5: also it, happens cyclically that this yeah. has happened like that, that there's a lot of things that they, they get we get to a certain point and then somebody says all right time to reset this shit uh, let's knock them back a couple thousand years who's somebody god or, or i mean the, the, the programmer. You, just, yeah. i mean it, a, a it really it really i mean it could or. be all of the above it could be someone we don't know but it is a thing of <laughs> like and, and somebody, yeah, the, yeah i mean who i mean knows? according
3: to graham hancock saying that it, it seems to be he's implying some sort of uh you know uh, like a comet or or, or meteor or whatever the fuck uh hits us and however many thousands of years so it is a cyclical thing so yeah i mean it's kind of creepy i mean maybe it wasn't that and you could
5: even say oh hell if we're like there's a great conspiracy that we're a prison planet that this is actually the prisoners and so they're saying okay we have to reset them every couple thousand years or because if we don't they'll get off the planet and then we don't want that so just like we can i do like the if they can have a planet for prison they can definitely throw a comet at it to kill it
3: i I do like the idea though that it's like um i forget the there's a certain uh theory when it comes to like why there aren't as many aliens and shit and it's the idea that once society gets to a certain level that we kind of implode upon ourselves and uh i do like if you apply that great reset uh, theory, not the WEF one, but the you know the one you were talking about Cole and you apply it to like modern day with like us with like the nukes and how close we are to nuclear mm-hmm. war, it is kind of like if you think about it if that shit does pop off, the elites are already. So if we all fucking die, the elites will probably come up from their holes they'll probably I mean, some of them probably didn't plan properly some of them probably did and they will likely be the people that the you know crude people 100 200 300 1000 years from now are like oh my god they're fucking gods and you know they worship mm-hmm. them and shit because they have some semblance of technology from what we have now uh, bill gates
7: is- has the seed vault yep in uh, <laughs> sparsbard norway
6: yeah if there's one guy i don't want to be uh, responsible for continuing humanity after the reset, it's motherfucking Bill Gates, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
7: Right. He's got all the he's got all the organic seeds.
6: That's and- very disconcerting. What I've what I've always wondered um, the uh, part of Graham Hancock and the ancient apocalypse thing is like he's talking about how it's always based off celestial beings and like stars and shit. That's how they align their pyramids. I find that fascinating. But then he also talks a lot about uh, psychedelic use. And the fact oh, that yeah. like, hu- human sacrifice became very Charmant prominent, <laughs> very, very prominent at every single one of these pyramid locations, and I, I find it fascinating that that the utilization of things like ayahuasca leads to human sacrifice, and that makes me wonder if it's not a portal to a good other dimension, but rather perhaps a satanic one, and perhaps that's why our uh, political elite seem to be in alignment with some of the child sacrifice type shit, and I'm like, uh, that's concerning.
5: And then, then, then you start thinking about, oh, we, we are run by actual literal demons, and then these <laughs> people are just, I, well, mean, these, that, I mean, and then, and then you also add
6: in that, well, sorry, I cut you off. Go
5: ahead. Oh, like I, th- I was gonna say, these could be just skinwalkers. I mean, in a certain sense of these people are just demons in fucking human skin, and they're just fucking walking among
6: you us. You look we'll, at Henry
7: Kissinger and tell me you don't see a demon <laughs> in a human skin, dude. I listen, mean, Mitch,
6: Mitch McConnell. Look, Listen the, the to the fucking. fucking uh, listen to Klaus Schwab speak and tell me he's not. <laughs>
3: satanic. He's not Adolf Hitler. Mitch Hitler's McConnell's Jr. a turtle in human skin. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I mean
5: Nancy Pelosi with those big fucking milk bags. I mean you can't tell me that's not uh, or otherworldly. Or the I mean or, or uh, I know reed would fuck her or Hillary I, uh, Clinton. Like like I mean the, the, she's changed her face so many times. Like it's just the fucking Joe Biden demons. Too. Like I can't. But
6: what what I the the reason or the addition additional point I wanted to make was that it's fascinating that they have also prohibited these drugs because it's like, well, if it gives you extraordinary knowledge, because uh, that seems to be what many people claim. Um, but then there's also this child sacrifice element that, that coincides with it. Child sacrifice also co- coincides with Satanism oftentimes. And then they prohibit the the masses from utilizing it because they don't want the, the average person to have access to it. I'm like, God damn it, this is all so...
4: It could be yeah. one of those things like location, 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 you know? If yeah. you're doing it in a certain spot, like by a Mayan temple, those demons there or whatever they are on the other or side of the frame of mind. Yelling, yeah, possibly. Or like like, you know, you could be in a good spot on a line on the earth and you're not, you know, in you don't really want to kill children or whatever they're doing somewhere else. I, I don't know.
6: Yeah, I don't know either. I, I've only ever done mushrooms and acid, and every time it's been a fucking Beautiful experience. Uh, so I'm not. I'm not saying that psychedelics automatically, you know, take you there. Um, but I've never really bought into the, you know, geographical like proximity to devil shit. Like I. But then you see these pyramids, and you know, like maybe I don't know.
3: I mean, maybe that could be so much as a physical location. Like, yeah, I guess you could see it as a physical location thing. But it also could be like kind of like a you're setting the tone, you're setting the atmosphere, you're setting the everything, the vibe, right. and part of that is the location. And even if it is like, even if you do try to convince the people that are involved that it's specifically do with the location, maybe it isn't. Maybe it's just more of a mind thing. I, I think I mean,
6: it's I, I think it's know. a mind thing simply because like the the pyramids were structured based off of celestial bodies, the celestial bodies shift Uh, like Mm -hmm. you even see it in the ancient apocalypse documentary um where over you know ten thousand years these fucking uh constellations are in totally different locations so the the pyramids basically he had to like backdate the the reverse uh rotation of the celestial bodies so that you could actually understand what they were in alignment with at that time and that actually enabled them to essentially carbon date but celestial body date the, the mm-hmm. construction of these bodies. And it's like, well, if that's the case, then there's no fucking way that the like the actual geographical location matters. It's probably more mentality and, and like I guess and you could say, actually the same you-
5: with Stonehenge as well. And like um because I know that one is supposed to be some sort of weird uh like celestial I mean they, they all this what's weird is like so many of them. And I guess it's just a thing with just ancient cultures because they just kinda of looked up and they saw the stars and they were like Well they probably
6: thought it was static because they weren't as advanced as us and then by the time they realized it they were like well we already have our whole culture built around worshipping these fucking stars that like barely move over the millennia uh, i don't know it's it's an interesting topic though
7: i was just in hawaii and we were doing this uh horseback ride out in the the back country and it was a really cool trip and the guide w- with us goes he stopped us and he there's this mountain and he said look at the top of that mountain can you see that up there it looks like a bench And we're like, yeah. And he said, that's where they used to do human sacrifices. It's like, holy shit. He's like, yeah, not that long ago. I was like, oh. He was talking about how, like, different cultures would come in there and invade Hawaii. And there was all sorts of fucking sacrifices going on. I mean,
5: it's happening. What's crazy is, like, there's so many. And there was, I remember there was a conspiracy. It's like the, uh, is it joint or um, kind of collective uh, consciousness because you look across the entire world, total different cultures. I mean, that never interacted ever before. They all build pyramids. Tons of them uh, do child sacrifices. They all have the same type of uh, hierarchy. They all did the. It's like, what's either this is again? It's some, some sort of simulation theory, some sort of thing with the occult. Some. I mean, it's like or they were more
6: technologically advanced than we give them credit.
3: Or and, yes, and, it, and that just uh, reads
5: into the Great Reset theory. Or there was like, a
3: group of people that went around and were like, "Hey, this is what you need to do." And I don't. Maybe they well, were but, like, "Yeah, go and, ahead." And, you know, and that did happen too. a lot
5: with the. If you look at into the Anunnaki, that that was that same the, sort of the legend is that they yeah, the were Sumerians like the Sumerians had the same. Yeah, the Sumerians had the same. uh drawings of these certain people that would come down as other cultures did they were all like these kind of like weird kind of like bubbly
6: did you have of, like, to Muslim watch ancient apocalypse i can't believe yeah you you're just it.
3: describing everything that was in that and you're like whoa right no, no i'm just <laughs> saying like that's just it's just that's
5: mostly about my <laughs> wendigo and stuff and i was actually about to bring up one because i just you talked about uh i think he said did you say moloch or molek um that's just one because there's moloch, a yeah. uh there's a but great that theme
4: one. That theme of sacrifice goes. I mean, I think uh, the Anunnaki would predate what people say is the Bible, but that goes back to like the story of uh, Cain and Abel. You know, like like one had a good sacrifice, one had a bad. The bad sacrifice was crops. The good sacrifice was uh, like the blood of animals. But whether it be blood of animals, or blood of children, or blood of other people and stuff, it seems like a trend that we want to continue to repeat, no matter where we are. Like Cole was saying, they could be on the other side of the earth. There's no communication between tribes or cultures or people everybody seems to do that same thing this is like hebrew law or
6: whatever kind of law this is very important for whatever reason i just i just remembered something that goes into your resonance theory uh top that i have to mention i've been to chichen itza before and there's uh the pyramid there is obviously very famous and Oh, once again a place where human sacrifice was uh done even oh, though yeah. the tour guide downplayed it tremendously and i was like <laughs> yeah, that's not we'll what i've that. read <laughs> she's like she's like no no they did it you know
7: just like you when know, there was a drought or something was, no no, no. they did it on a all, four-day weekend where be <laughs> yeah. 40 forty thousand of them and the blood would um, pour all the way down the side <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah you know, that was just yeah. a four-day weekend then the rest of the time it was fine.
6: <laughs> exactly but but what was fascinating about it is like um it, from one side of the pyramid there was these other walls that were constructed behind it so that if you clap there was a sonic resonance that like it was extremely loud like you could just clap your hands to, like gently and it would fucking it would uh echo based off of the pyramid and the other structures that they had built there and she said that this was done regularly at these pyramid uh sites and i was like what the fuck are they doing man you know like there's just so like that's such a level of planning that that yeah. doesn't make any sense if there's not a purpose to it, and yet we don't really know the purpose. There's no even like thesis as to why they're doing it. I just listen. It might
7: w- It might go to Top's point about vibration, getting well, a bunch of people together, yeah. all revved up, clapping in unison, making that Tesla thing reverberate said, and create a uh, some sort of yeah consciousness that makes off. you want to sacrifice babies and get mm-hmm. fucking wild in the full moon. I mean, yeah. what? or listen, maybe, the, maybe there's a there's the reason king
6: is banging some chick, and he just likes to hear it slap.
4: There's a reason why there's like a bunch of, like the Beatles, a bunch of ugly fucking dudes are banging way out of their league because they're making vibrations with strings and, and their vocal cords. But Tesla not said.
3: about the money or their pop culture icons. But, you know, Maybe my true. voice
6: is the reason I get laid. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't that's doubt weird. it. Tesla said, if
4: you it. want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency and vibration. That's one of right. his most famous quotes. So I don't know. Don't ignore that. Don't sleep on don't oh. sleep on my theory. <laughs>
3: that, Elon <laughs> creeps me out after all the a shit, after all the like uh Raylian type stuff. I mean, I, I, obviously, I don't have anything solid to go on, but I like my conspiracy mind. Did you hear Tesla, adults. and you
5: immediately went to Elon.
3: You said Tesla. Oh no, Nikola Tesla. I heard. I, I thought you said Musk. I was wrong. out. Yeah, whatever. Fucking, You're fucking I, retard. You were, you were making me think about all this esoteric shit, like the Raelians and all that stuff. Oh, oh, J Forte, uh, five bucks. A reference to a joke I made like an hour ago. Uh, Mr. That's Mister Mixopolix, mm. sir. Thank you for the five bucks, Jay <laughs> Ford.
6: I don't know that reference at all.
5: No, it's, a, it's
3: DC Comics. He's oh, yes, yeah, the guy
5: that if he he says his name, like he's like fucking all powerful, he like beat the shit out of. Super- yeah, that's like, not he...
3: him, but okay. Oh, I see. Anyway, he's like a
5: Rumpelstiltskin kind of guy. Charlie,
3: I, you seem to be the guy. I've never heard you talk about this, but for some reason, I've heard a lot of murmurings in the in the conspiracy spheres. What the fuck is the deal with Columbine? I don't I've heard people say there's more to oh. that story, but is there more to it? I, I've never well, heard I, anything more to I it.
7: just I lived down the street from it. <laughs> so oh, wow like and you're you're I wasn't here you could have done it. I wasn't here <laughs> when, yeah I, yeah I wasn't <laughs> wasn't here when it happened, but that's you know, like look, I'm starting to hear things that you know, like there was FBI involvement early on. I'm going, okay, re- like I could believe that, but I don't know for sure. I haven't really, I didn't really do too much digging into it. I think that was like, like that one really kind of felt real to
3: me yeah you me know and well it's always weird the ones... when people bring it up i'm like because a lot of conspiracy people bring it up occasionally not a lot but enough to like pique my interest and i'm like is there more here and i never see anything so i, I, they, they I were think the that ones that also they had the the tapes right they had their they taped themselves
5: for training and the, tapes and they're gone right are you it's really hard to find them they, they kind of wipe oh, i don't know i haven't i don't that, know that's one I, because i, just I know, know there's that... like the basement tapes is what they call them i think
7: yeah yeah i i mean I don't know. They, they seem like just like Troubled kids. fucked up goth kids on antidepressants, you know? I mean, let's not underplay the role okay, so of in antidepressants and gotcha. all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. if you really want, let's get your channel completely <laughs> booted off.
5: Let's talk
6: about SSRIs. But, you know, there's a
7: common thread running through all of that. Yeah. I, think
6: the, I, think, I think there's a tendency when it's oh,
3: give, give him a second. He's chopping up.
6: Well, I, I knew he was he was oh, frozen. That's why I was going to yeah. talk. Um, yeah, Stop a professional, Clint. I think I think that there's a tendency um, with conspiracy theorists in particular to assume everything's a false flag, and I think that that yes. doesn't do us a service at all. Like it's Agreed. it's way better to assess these things on a case by case basis, and and it's completely unrealistic to think that there aren't some kids that will genuinely be nuts and depressive and on psychotropic medications and bullied and whatever that won't lash out in some crazy, you know, Modern Warfare 2 type of way. So I think 100%. personally, I, I've I've looked into Columbine a lot because that happened when I was in high school and that was so impactful on, you know, my upbringing. Um, and that was really like the first big one that, that kind of became, I, honestly, I think it was inspiration for many of the false flags to follow. But I think it was actually... Genuine. So that's my my take on it.
3: Yeah, I mean, if the feds are capable of organizing and implementing these kind of things in this organized manner, it's also just as likely, if not even maybe more likely, that random individuals can do uh, you know large acts of violence on their own. So yeah. the idea that you need a government in order for this to happen is a little bit silly. But I yeah. will say out there, if there's anyone out there, uh, you know, uh, you got to be somewhat reputable. Uh, I guess, that wants to explain to me how Columbine was, you know, complete horseshit, let me know, and uh, I'll bring I'll you I'll watch on, it. I guess. it. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm interested. Yeah. I might inter- not, be- not believe you, but,
5: you know. <laughs> um, yeah, Todd, Todd believes it. there is yeah, like yeah. there's like a range that you want to be with and it's like michael Shermer is on one edge of the range where he's like he's a skeptic like nothing is a conspiracy theory nothing like it was yeah. all it's all about everything they say is completely right. true, that's that's right?
6: as crazy as everything and i was gonna say then there's the other one is right. like
5: everything's a conspiracy and like and that's yeah. it's funny is like that's actually uh one of the conspiracy is like they, there is one conspiracy that they're all true and there's one fear that they're all like they're all real and there's one that's all false and it's a conspiracy theory and it's like either one kind of has bad intentions like that's kind of all and in one way we have the government that is literally doing controlling every bit of our lives almost at the same yeah. point and on the other end it's like oh we just live in a terrible fucking world like it's just all it's absolutely chaos. shit and like there's no one has bad intentions yet bad things still happen so there's really no thing we can do and I, I hate that almost more like well, I'd rather for... have the thing where there's a bad guy and he's doing bad things that's making life better for, for,
6: for example I, I believe that The Nord Stream pipeline was blown up by MI6 and the CIA, and I believe that the the bomb that landed in Poland was probably just an accident by Ukraine. But then they capitalized on it in the moment, and they said, no, no, it's an Article 5 violation. You need to fucking nuke Russia right away. And it's like both of these things, the narrative that we're told are false, but... If you just assume that both were a a complete false flag, well, then you're not really getting it right because like, yes, it was utilized in the same fashion, but I don't, I think one was intentional. In fact, it was warned about by our president in fucking January of this year. And then it Mm -hmm. occurred six months later. And then we all are called crazy for even pointing it out. And then the other one, we almost had nuclear holocaust uh, because we're all in lockstep with this bullshit narrative about Ukraine and Russia. So, so crazy.
7: And Valerie Newland is involved. Uh, Victoria. Yeah. Victoria Newland is is involved as as all always, always trying to bitch. start World War Three. That yep. fucking maniac.
6: Never. Yep. I, I, I. Her and her husband, Robert Kagan, the two most yep. evil people on the planet.
7: I agree. I agree. They are that. You want to talk about who the enemy is? It's them. It's yeah. it's people that are connected to them. That ideology. Yep. When, that when people think that rate.
6: Fauci is the fucking puppet master. No. 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 Kagan and Newland have their fucking hands, and then there's probably someone above them, and then probably one more person above that.
3: <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> that's my I'm honest sure. opinion. You got, you got sure. the Rockefellers, all- the Kazarians, <laughs> the Grays, you know. <laughs> the Grays are in there somewhere. The fucking underestimate uh, the Grays.
7: Yeah. Oh,
5: who are the, who are those Jewish bankers? The ones that uh, also everybody like that's they're like ultra trillionaires. Rothschild. Yeah, the Rothschilds. Yes. Did you guys, guys see
4: that? Uh, it's not a false flag, but some uh, teacher or something, some Jewish lady. She showed a note, it, like like this handwritten note, and it was like, "I know what you did. You're a Kazarian Jew," and she was like, "I didn't even know what that." But I'm like, man, the Kazarians
6: are making it to the mainstream. This is like, dude, I was on a Twitter space thing. with fucking uh, the redhead libertarian just yesterday, and is this, this like she posted this, yeah, yeah, this sweet little lady from New York chimes in, and she's just like. She's just talking. She's saying all this shit about like school reforms and and uh, you know parent-teacher meetings and how we have to show up. And then she just drops this fucking Kazarian line, and I was like,
5: "Where the fuck did that come
6: from?" Damn, That tells me that there's another level above
4: Kazarian. (laughs) If we're the our
5: family and like Kazarians, we're like, oh, we're like. If we know their name, they are not the top. Let's just say Sam
6: Tripoli is the first person to even like put me on the Kazarian beat. I had never heard of it in my life until
5: about a year ago. Charlie, uh, what is your take? Especially, I mean, I guess it's not necessarily false flight, but what's your take on the push of the transgender and gender reassignment to children? Is there? Do you think there's some kind of like? Is there either what's the end goal or what's Just more efficient
3: reason? human sacrifice? Like we've been
5: doing
7: for forever. It's diabolical. I'll tell you the, there's a there's a there's a theme that runs through almost all of these. Uh, high level multi-generational plans and that is depopulation and that's something that run that that has connections to this as well this is a psychological uh, depopulation where they're convincing what would normally be regular kids to make crazy decisions against their own self-interest to convince them that they're insane and that they're born in the wrong body it is a soft kill operation it is diabolical it is a hundred percent being made to happen you can look at you can look at who's behind it the pritzkers out of Chicago largest funder of this trans agenda there's there is a there is a very Devious thread running through all of this, and it is to screw up this concept of man and woman and zimzer and all of this stuff. And it's it's funny, you know, like the pronouns are stupid and fucking retarded and all that, and 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 should be mocked relentlessly. But 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 if you want to get like serious about it, like this idea where you're just kind of all homogenous or asexual or sort of blended together, like. That's an intergenerational plan to really sort of thin the herd. Paul, Paul and that's Friari. fucking devious, man. And I can't like, I can't unsee that. When I look at that, my little conspiratorial tinfoil hat brain starts going, I know what this is. I know about the club of Rome. I know what you fuckers are doing. I know because, what you're doing. Because if
5: they can just get whatever, 10% of children. Whatever, I mean, I
7: whatever they get is bonus.
5: But they now eliminate because it's, it's almost a, it's exponential, like an, it's, it's exponential because now those 10% percent can procreate off. And, they yeah, just, yeah. and they just, yeah. And, and off. if you
7: can kill off the top 10% of the population, then you don't have to pay them social security. So yeah. let's get them with the COVID vaccines.
6: Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and this the is boosters. why pop, population boom. Control. There we go.
7: Now we don't have to worry about uh, the $15 trillion of uh, social security for those people. They're
6: dead. Yeah. That's why population control works exponentially in both directions. It's like if you yeah. take out this generation, well, then you have, a you know, a infinite amount of generations that never come to be because you've actually yeah. killed these, the, you know, the, the original uh, strand, so to speak. And uh, if you guys aren't familiar, you got to start listening to James Lindsay. This guy is fucking all over it. Paulo Freire. He's the one that, that implemented uh, critical theory and all of the schools and, and the schools, uh, the Marxists that already had these beliefs, they, they, clung on to Freire's ideas which uh, allowed for not just critical theory but also queer theory to be put into the curriculums. Once that's implemented in the curriculums, well, it's only a matter of a generation before you have all of, not all of the kids, but a huge percentage of the kids starting to think that they're in the wrong body. And, uh, and I, I really think that's
7: where we're at.
3: I'm more of a fan of James' earlier work with the axe twirling. That was uh, <laughs> at his best. That's fantastic. <laughs> but are you I, familiar, I actually don't know what that is.
7: Are you familiar <laughs> with his work uh, of of documenting uh, s- s- dog sexual yeah, assault. I was just, oh I, I did, I did oh know that God, that's yeah. so amazing. <laughs> the, I, I love, it, that. Rape, I love the culture. greatest thing ever, man. Canine it's, just rape culture. Great, <laughs> it's just the greatest troll ever. I uh, He, he will forever be on my Mount Rushmore because of, of that. Uh, when I, once I heard that, I was like, that, that's somebody I could be friends with. What's, oh,
5: yeah. what's funny well, with this depopulation is they kind of already laid out the groundwork because of uh, Charlie obviously knows about the Georgia Guidestones. Um, right, yeah. and, and, and so. they. Oh, oh I they, was not there. That guy, I mean, <laughs> whoever blew that up, is a fucking amazing guy. Which apparently that thing gets like vandalized all the time. Like ever since it was oh, really? built. Really? Like, oh yeah. Apparently, like it gets like people go and spray paint it all the fucking time. But it does say the first tenet of the, which they give out the ten rules or ten tenets or whatever it's called. The first one is to keep the population of the earth under five hundred thousand. That is their goal i mean whoever, million. Was it was 100 million oh, 500, 500 million. million oh 500 million okay sorry
2: yeah it's it like 500 thousands not enough people <laughs> which, and, oh, okay. which
7: means the removal of 7.5 billion people that yes. means the
6: removal of 93 kind of a percent of the global population and and, and, like the, and they're like this, all, this like this is
5: already this like that's the stated agenda of you know whoever did this and you can just if people can say oh that's that's just you know some fridge but like when you see all the things they're implementing, and it's, as well as the rest of the fucking um, tenets are also the things that if you watch. I think one of them was talking about the equality among everybody. And that's another thing they want to, like, they push it so hard. They've also, There's also one in there about... Um,
6: Marxism always ties into fucking population control. I don't know why.
5: Yes.
3: Yeah. And, and you can it also get into it with, with that, that. fewer people. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's how you get the labor theory of value to work. So it is libertarianism. Go figure. That, that's, that's actually true. Yeah. Uh, and, and, yet,
6: and, and yet we don't want to depopulate. We just want to be cordoned off and left alone. We, we have a bad we, we,
5: have a bad we. strategy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other thing you could kind of put into this is that, you know, war is one of the greatest depopulators in the history of the world. I mean, World War II, yeah. uh, uh, Vietnam, you know better, like though? all these killed hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. You know and what's like, going to? What oh uh Controlled big diseases? pandemics. yeah, uh, say diseases. I mean, yeah, they, I, and- I
6: think I think I mean I, and believe me, when I, I when it- I first started my show and I started to, to look into the, the lockdowns because they were so extraordinary in terms of the measures that they were rolling out, I, I I refused to believe that it could have been created or concocted in any fashion. And I'm not gonna say it explicitly because I value Jose's channel, which is already nuked for this entire episode. <laughs> um but I am, I am like ninety eight percent certain at this point that it was, at a minimum, created and then accidentally, or intentional on both fronts.
7: Well, now, here's Charlie, do you was- have an opinion on that? By the way, well, I believe it was created and intentionally released, and I believe okay. that you can look at a lot of the previous sort of, uh, um, uh, some of the. Uh, Scenarios they were running in advance of that. We've got one where they release canisters. In different mm. places uh, around the world, and and simulate the outbreak of a virus where it's canisters in Sao Paulo and our Caracas and, and Frankfurt and all these places, and they run these simulations, and then and then they go, well, okay, well we ran the simulation, and, and it's like, well, what do you do? What are you doing with all that information? What you do you <laughs> What are you trying to tell us? And then and then something happens. You know, you have event two hundred one, and then you have COVID, and then it, it looks very similar. And then you look at some of the other simulations before that, and you go. Oh there's parts from that in the whole covid thing too. That's that's concerning and it looks like they're just role playing and refining until they got to a point and then they went live.
5: Well, if you think about it like if war was their greatest depopulator beforehand, the, the problem with war is that you have to have some sort of public um will. Like will for the war like or it just it doesn't work out. You can't just send people like they found out, I guess with probably Vietnam they found it. like oh this is like it's hurting us too much to push a war that nobody wants and even though it's killing a lot of people like and then they figure then they also like also it's it is expensive like we can't like it costs way more than you know we're willing to spend at some point i guess but with diseases once they've like they've researched genetics so much and they have break down dna and they break like they're like okay this is way cheaper and also way more scary on a global level We not only get to get rid of a ton of people, we also scare the shit out of them. And so they do what we say. Like, it's like, okay, we got two prongs here. And then
6: and they can can assure their survival, too, because yes, if you if you actually know what the pathogen is to be, well, you can probably inoculate yourself prior. Um, I don't think that they necessarily did that with COVID or or perhaps they did because this is still government we're talking about. And perhaps they got it wrong and that (coughs) what they thought was going to keep them safe is hopefully going to end all of their lives. (laughs)
5: <laughs> and and but and, and, and it's like and they and so i think it's just a matter of and uh, even like bill gates has talked about this like all these guys have done like ted talks and they've literally laid this stuff out i mean they talk about how this is what happens here's the next pandemic and here's what's going to happen it's like gates said if we
6: more. do a really good job on vaccinations then we'll be able to cut the global population by five or ten percent
3: you know it's like yeah
6: hey, motherfucker you said it's it like they they, they, they <laughs>
3: As, like because yeah, i they're... struggle to even find a favorable interpretation of that one i've watched it a million <laughs> yeah. times i'm like my my brain the way my logic works i'm like maybe there was some additional context in this, but I'm like i can't even understand how a vaccine would lower a population like it doesn't make sense to me what favor yeah. aside from you know the sinister uh, explanation? well he, he
6: included in, in it birth control and other things and i'm like okay i can see how that would lower the population yeah. for sure i i don't Without a conspiracy hat on, I don't see how vaccines reduce the population too. But you, well, you see, they secretly
7: sterilize everybody, and that's why we got thrown out of Kenya
3: (laughs) (laughs) and India. For real, and India, yeah, in India. Well, let's. uh, We're talking about depopulation Uh, first. Before I can do it, I do want to tell you, Clint. (laughs) I know your homies with with Travis, uh, Mm -hmm. aka confirmed Langley on Twitter. Ask him. Just DM him, James Lindsay. Axe twirling, he will light up. Anytime it comes up in the group chat, he's immediately like that, that that axe twirling faggot. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. I
6: literally have never heard of it. That's so weird. Yeah, he's he's a big, like,
3: axe
7: throwing (laughs) dude. (laughs) Hey, listen, man, it's a a cool kind of a a cool hobby.
2: What were you gonna say, Top?
4: And I just, one of the things that stood out to me, because like we were on, we were talking about what the global elites do, but um the twitter files just dropped recently again no surprise there yeah but one of the fbi agents said uh we need to ban trump for saying specifically do not be afraid of COVID.'" and that it it really bothered me like i i i don't oh, know i was uh, thinking about hold it hold all on. night. let
6: me let me add one note because this is really important it wasn't an fbi agent it was the head legal counsel of twitter who who Former used to FBI. be yeah. the head legal counsel of the FBI. And that's not an accident, friends. That motherfucker was t- in that position for that exact purpose to dictate narrative control. I'm promising. See you. Clint, that's
4: generous of you. It I I think if you've worked for the FBI, you probably still do. So
6: fuck him and his title. He works for the FBI. I know, but I'm just clarifying for the yeah. audience's sake, so yeah. that they, they don't go out there and say something a little off. But it's Jim Baker is his name. Yeah,
4: yeah. It's just it's just really it, it disturbs me because Fear. Fear is really what pushed this whole pandemic thing. big time. And I mean, pretty much everything else that we go lockstep with. And for them to outright say, like, we need to ban him for saying something like, all he was saying was just don't be afraid of it. He wasn't saying go out, cough from people's mouths. We said we're
6: going to beat this thing. Like, don't be afraid. You
4: know who we can blame
7: for this one? We can blame Obama. For the (laughs) Smith Modernization Act of 2012, which legalized propaganda to be used inside America. And now Mm -hmm. we get... Propaganda inside America, well, and this right is, and this
6: is how you know that we have a uniparty because there is no conversation being had, even from heroes of mine like Thomas Massey and Rand Paul, that are talking about undoing that. You know, like. It, it's not it's not brought up, but that's what we've experienced over the past three years is a domestic psychological operation on the grandest scale imaginable, so much so that it became a global one in nature. And no one fucking talks about getting rid of the 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 legal mechanism by which our own government is allowed to propagandize us. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? If we don't if uh, we don't fix that, well, then forget it. Like, there's no being- fixing any of
7: this. We get what we deserve if we don't. I guess the if only don't tell argument, them that you you're going to have to stop the legalizing of lies. Yeah, yeah. I guess, right. and and because I minimum. guess the only like,
5: argument is they would say like, oh, it was already happening before. We're just you know, if yeah, we it, legalize it, it, then we can you know that it lets us look into and actually declassify go to prison for it. Yes. Yeah, that's you know. the only thing I can think of because that they like of like a. But theoretically, a there, advocate on it.
6: Theoretically, if there was a a, a sincere. GOP that was going to do a COVID investigation in the next you know, uh, Congress and, and it were to come out that, in fact, this was a psycholo- psychological operation that was propag- uh, you know, propagated upon the American people by our own government, well, then those people wouldn't have committed a crime because they could say, I was doing my job and my job was legal. And that's a yeah. problem. I want that's these true. people to actually have a fear of serious prison time if they do something like this to us, because it's the greatest crime that I think has ever been committed across... The world, honest to God, that's my honest opinion. And like,
7: I don't think that it was illegal. That Think about how crazy that is. Sorry. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, they legalized I, it. Okay. They yeah.
7: legalized lying inside yeah. the United States for the express purpose of doing a bunch of lying. Yeah. And then we well, get and that. controlling, and, yes. and after that, you start to get, you get uh, Boston bombing. You start to get all these things going one after another, after another. And you go, hmm, what am I seeing here? Am I watching part of a show? How much of this was, would you consider this to be 70% show and 30% real? Like, what am I working with here? Uh, Actually,
5: is there there a graph anywhere that shows like the uptick in these type of events? I I would like to, if there was like a, hey, like it was like, you know, 1970, all of a sudden we started seeing like a rise in terroristic attacks or something like when did it like actually start and did it ramp up after a certain time?
7: It's been going on for a while, but I mean, it's, I'm, that's sort of like on the, that's sort of like the, you know, on the outside what I'm talking about really, I think is, is information sausage mm. where you just, it's all, bl- that little bit of lies just blended in there. It's just the removal of one word from a nightly news broadcast, or it's the and instead of or or something like that, the very subtle stuff where it just changes the 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 meaning of the whole thing and they oh, like been like doing whenever
5: Fauci way. said uh gain of function of concern like he mm. changed the entire he was like no we didn't do gain of function we did gain of function of concern and they were like well, okay that changes I, mean, it's,
6: I added so, two it's words semantic defense constantly it's crazy
7: yeah. yeah and so when why why the rush to uh uh redefine everything mm. all of a sudden why why, why why are you guys we're in the middle of a pandemic right isn't aren't we all aren't we all dying? Why the, Why are you focusing on changing definitions of, of herd immunity and vaccines and vaccine? You know, what, 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 why, what, why this is, this is inconsistent with logic. If you were going through an actual pandemic, you would see that and go, we'll deal with that later. Well, uh, and you we certainly have wouldn't have
6: actual early treatments that, that did work and they did that. And then they, then they forced, they mandated on you something that was, not very helpful just to put it as kindly as humanly possible <laughs> uh, so you have you have both sides of the coin there and if you see both sides of the coin there and you conclude anything other than malice i don't know what you're looking at i mean i think people think that that my tweets are probably performative just because i've grown my account but like when i'm talking about imprisoning these people every time i say it i am fucking filled with rage I think about it every day, and like when I send that out, I'm not going like, "Well, this one's going to go viral." I'm thinking like, "I hope that this fucking meme just incites a mob to go imprison these people." Like every time I hit send on one of those, I'm like,
5: "Fucking arrest these people! They're criminals!" Your Honor, no, I was inciting violence. That's 100. (laughs) You know, Clint.
4: That's originally why I started like drawing. That's probably why you guys even know who the fuck I am, because I was just so angry with the whole the whole thing, and I'm like. I, I'm going to express myself some way, but what's the best way to really get inside someone's mind? Well, Art, I have yeah. this tool and it's like, I'm going to draw something that I think might influence people. And some people wear it on shirts and shit, which is awesome. But it's like, I want that meme bug inside of your ear and really to fuck with you because that's, this is what they're doing to us. So, you yeah. know, oh, yeah, Charlie, with, they uh... spend a
7: lot of money on Tavistock to, to come up with the idea of, you know, to try and, get us to think a certain way as opposed to another way and that and and it's no exaggeration to say that the meme culture has had a tr- has played a tremendous role in kind of alerting people to it wow you i mean i guess i shouldn't be too surprised as dumb the fuck down as we are these days uh that you almost have to appeal to somebody in such a small visual <laughs> one second bite what's but it's it funny hurt. Guilds, it's it's,
5: it's you're kind of, cool. because i uh i make a joke and it's not, it's kind of a joke and it's kind of real that i learned all libertarian theory through memes because <laughs> i didn't want to, i didn't listen. want to read i didn't want to read any books and so i just follow libertarian meme pages and i was like oh okay so that's listen. what the nap N- N- is it is it's
7: bite-sized a- information and sometimes it's really insightful and super but powerful i, I think this, and, is,
6: this is why this is why the censorship apparatus that's been rolled out across all of big tech because we all know it's not just twitter um right is because they understand like, this is an information war at, at the highest level. I think that's really yeah. why they want people like us in particular, because almost all of us have lost our accounts at one point or another. Um, that's why, because we are, we are counter narrative fucking operators. <laughs> like that's really what we're doing every single day. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. funny. It's funny.
3: Clint's the only one who's maintained his account and he's at 50 K or 60 K. Now, aren't you somewhere on that? Uh, but I, I did want to kind of redirect this conversation. I kind of want to start wrapping things up too. Um, I mean, we've been talking about depopulation, about COVID, about all this shit, and I feel like it kind of perfectly you know, wraps itself up a little bow in the next thing. And uh, Charlie had a good little interview with, I don't remember the guy's name, he was some like Scottish, Irish dude. I just watched, uh, you know, I watched your show pretty religiously. Oh, Richie Allen. Yeah, he's hilarious. I love that guy. But oh, uh, yeah. he, uh, he, he was kind of talking about the climate lockdowns that are rolling out here in uh, Europe, essentially. So I want to get your take on that, and we can kind of talk about it a little bit and then start wrapping up.
7: It's, it's, uh, it's the new scam, you know, it's this, it's this climate emergency. We're all going to die type of thing. Uh, I know I'm not, I don't even want to say ESG. I'll get Clint revved up and he'll, (laughs) you know, but, but, but it's such an important component to this, this climate emergency, carbon, blah, blah, blah. We're all going to, you know, we have to decarbonize. It's a gigantic grift. And, and, but the problem is they're going to make real life policy decisions based on this grift. And so you're going to have to live within the like restructuring of society in order to play along with this gigantic con. And if you see it, it's going to make you insane because you're never going to hear it for the rest of our lives. They will be talking about climate. It is going, it is the grift of all grifts. It's invisible. It's a funding, a carbon tax they flat out said it in their writings. That it's a carbon tax funding mechanism for a one world government. Like not and my an, words, their words, you know? And, and, and so, it's
6: an, it's an oligarchical wet dream. I mean, it basically, al- it allows the, the handful of big businesses that have access to the government to basically, continue to monopolize their particular little industries and and it's so beneficial to them on so many levels and for the record charlie's saying we're gonna all have to suffer the consequences implying that it's like coming down the road it's fucking here folks like we already have people that are freezing to fucking death because we don't produce enough nuclear power or oil power or coal power to keep our fucking houses warm during winter there's already people that are dying because of this so it's it's crazy man if people can't wake up from that i don't know
7: yeah and it, so I just, I just think that, uh, like, however we can spread that message, you know, whether it's through art, whether it's through humor, whether it's through, you know, um, just beating somebody to death with this information, <laughs> you gotta let them know that like, that's that what I'm gonna do. They're going are <laughs> This is, this is something you're going to need to understand. If you don't understand this scam, you're going to fall into a whole lot of traps here. So what, I, mean. what you... I
6: think, what I think is interesting about it is like it's it's a much longer run psychological operation than than COVID was because COVID kind of came out of nowhere from the layman's perspective. Obviously, there was some planning and lead up that those in the know now understand that it had been going on for a handful of years. But um, you know the the climate change narrative really was propagated for a very long time you know 20 20 years before they started to to really implement it um on a a global basis and i think that that's that's what makes me feel as if it's almost more concerning than the pandemic shit because it's like well this is this is their real baby right here because they have they have an entire generation of people that are probably 75 percent of them are like All in, maybe higher. That are all in on like whatever sacrifice we have to make civilizationally to alleviate this thing that's not real. Well, then we're going to do it. And whatever the fuck the politicians say, it is that has to be done to do what needs to be done to fix that. Well, then we're going to do it. And and in fact, we're going to fucking destroy art, like works of art, historical masterpieces, to send a message about how serious we are about. I mean, they're fucking cultural Marxists. These people are like
4: false flags. Yeah. yeah
6: crazy
5: <laughs> but hey what well clint if you think about what i was saying before about how it was the deep population was through war and then they were like okay here's a cheaper and better way now it's it's plandemics well uh, even cheaper and better it's way. Greener. it's greener it's for greener for sure <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a greener way to do it it's like this costs us nothing and like if you think about it it's like with war it's like we are sending people to go die with pandemics, it's like we're giving something to people and they die i think with the climate change stuff it's like people just kill themselves over it. Like they'll just, I mean, it is like a thing of like, we don't have to do anything. Like, it's them- like Canada.
7: To yes. Dude, I just did a show about that, about maids. It's <laughs> like, like, it's, it's, it's horrible. It took 10, 10,000 ten, 10, Canadians opted to kill themselves last year.
2: Genius.
7: That is, yeah. that is so sad. That is just such a recipe for, does that, I mean, listen, I got it. If you bet, Stage thirty cancer or whatever you know you want to make you want to get out I get it but like what is the vetting process what is that what sort of what sort of fucking data are they collecting from that that's immediately One, where and my it's brain also it's goes just to. it's
5: it's a very easy step to go from yeah. um we, how do we you, make we people didn't, you didn't, you didn't feel
7: didn't. exactly like these ten thousand people oh, yeah. fell they you all know, fell on this part on the chart on the psychological pro- profile oh, all have how can to do we is like lock manipulate society into into that you know and and then again it's like well that's depopulation yeah. that's, and it's also
5: not a very large step to go from hey um you should probably be killed you should probably just assist a suicide because you're you know you're in you're hurting or you have bad health To we need to have you assist suicide because you're hurting our planet and you're hurting the rest of us if you're still here so well, you're, you're a like, hero if you do it you're yeah a and hero so it's if not it. if, that's not a big jump like that's and it's in canada
7: in canada when it became law in 2016 The, um, it said that you had to be within close proximity to death. They amended it in 2021 and rewrote that part of the law and said that just, you just need to sort of want it.
6: Yeah. Wow. Well, and there was, there was one guy who, you know, he just couldn't afford his rent and he got, he got a doctor's note to, to get assisted suicide. It's incredible. But, but, uh, let me, let me fucking clown world. let, Let me spin this positively. Um, if we're right, there would be less this, idiots. Is, <laughs> you know, you know where I'm going. If we, if I could spin this positively, basically, like everyone that is is prone to these psychological operations, people that think that this invisible substance is is warming the planet to the point that we're all going to die. Um, those people shouldn't be around. People that think that they're in the wrong body, uh, gender wise, that's okay. They'll like, go away. Um, people that think that uh, that you have to wear a mask in your car by yourself, like. Yeah, assisted suicide sounds like a great idea. You speak uh, my language, Clint. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, if if these plans are allowed to to exist for 20 years or so, you're just gonna have a bunch of fucking savages like us. So, like, that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> that's a perfect way calling.
3: to. That's a perfect way to end it. <laughs> so, uh, I Maybe have the one entire more. channel. I have one more thing to bring up uh jc makes it frequently streams i appreciate your support the live stream i love every episode of macro aggressions thank you so much the the correct pronounce uh uh, spelling the next one oops
7: i appreciate that thank you so So, much it's definitely a a great show by the way everybody thank you guys i i I appreciate that man it's i uh, you know i it it matters what my peers think so i i
6: I, well the fact that you even consider his peers is is oh, unbelievable I, i'm flattered yeah. <laughs> flat, yeah. flat, yeah, like you, uh, you and, I, and i and i'm
7: i'm excited to see you retards on the uh, on, on tim's show it's <laughs> gonna be incredible <laughs> no, so they, great. they told I'm just us be waiting they waiting told us- who's gonna pull who's gonna pull the pin on the grenade first <laughs> who's gonna say the n word <laughs> first <laughs> we're,
3: we're gonna be good they told Bottom us left. They told us if we do good, they'll let the more of the crew come on another one. So
7: that's then, then, then just have fun. How about
3: yes. that? The so
6: se- second hold... one, the second just one is yourself. when we, we blow done. the whole place up. Yeah,
3: <laughs> drop an n bomb in an hour and a half. And just walk up. Yeah, <laughs> <they> <laughs> lower their
7: guard a little bit and then go in. Go in. That'd far, be great. That'd be great. If you, just, you have
6: a you have a total like like serious conversation. For The first episode they invite us back. This time it's Toad and Reed and and uh Jose, oh boy. and then and then fucking Toad just like starts saying faggot over and over again, like 90, <laughs> 98 minutes into the episode. He just faggot over and over and over, and they're like, What's happening? Why is he doing that? He just he just can't
5: stop. It'd be so funny,
3: yeah. Uh, just kidding, Tim. We're not doing this. On the off- <laughs> we're not, we're anyone not. actually literally does the like you think they would. And
6: uh, for the record, no, I can't control it's... Toad
5: if he
7: does it. I'm sorry.
8: Yeah.
3: Well, all right. Uh, you don't want to drop your plugs, Charlie. Uh, I know most people. Oh, where you um,
7: are. yeah. I'll be at Anarquico, uh, February sixth through the tenth. Uh, speaking, uh, Max Egan, Larkin Rose, <clears throat> Doctor Ron Paul, yeah. Mark Passio. Yo, who who hit
6: you up to schedule you on that? Because I'm fucking pissed they didn't hit <laughs> me up this year.
7: Well, Berwick. Ah, uh, Berwick. All right. I wrote yeah. a book with him, so. That's yep. sort of um, well Charlie, put in a good helped. word
6: for me, bud. Come on. Charlie, I want to go to and... Well, I
7: will. I yeah, you absolutely should be speaking there.
6: I agree. I was there. I was there uh, a year ago with Ashton and we had a blast, but I would love to love to actually
5: do it on a speaking gig. Charlie, real quick, I'll uh be email. right at the end here, I wanted to ask, what did you think of the Anarcho documentary by HBO?
7: Oh, I thought it What you know, I didn't really I didn't I wasn't there for those first couple of years. I didn't yeah. really okay. know Thaddeus Russell know those has people. a
6: huge I, role in that. It's so funny.
7: Yeah, I didn't know those people. I mean, Berwick, obviously, I I, I know from, from the book, and, and I knew that they were going to, you know, if you follow them around long enough, uh, you know, crazy things happen. If you watch it at the very, very end in, like, that last episode – when Berwick's fighting that guy, I, I come flying in in a yellow shirt, pulling that guy off of <laughs> off of Jeff's back in this nightclub where they're like fighting in the middle of the dance floor. I mean, it's fucking mayhem there. But it's also, you know, one of the things they didn't show was that Friday nights the buses pull up, everyone gets in, and they go to this nature preserve and they release baby sea turtles into the ocean. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's like it's not Molotov cocktails and and burning tires and stuff like that, like they make it out to be. It's oh. cryptocurrency. It's Ron Paul. It's David Ike. Usually, you know, unprotected And 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 then there is and then there's you know and there's that other side too. You know, it's it's like it's. I get I'm not, it. I'm not I get, saying I just, unprotected and, sex
6: if it's a bad thing. That's fucking, I, it's I, the most basic thing you can do.
7: Yeah, no, I mean I, I mean I get why they showed the the series in, you know, they played up some of the darker components of it. It's it's compelling. It's it's it was really sad. And but and that, I remember I remember hearing about that shooting from somebody who said to me, I was at a Super Bowl party a week before going to an Acapulco, and this guy came up to me and said, Hey, um aren't you going to speak in Acapulco, Mexico? And I go, Yeah. And he said, dude, the guy who runs the show just got murdered. And I was like, what? That's my partner. Like, that's my writing. (laughs) Oops. And he goes, yeah. And so he like pulls it up on his phone. And so there was like a 15 minute period where he was looking for it for the article where I was like, holy fucking shit, Berwick got murdered, you know, like, and then (laughs) you look and- and it was it was the other guy you know john galton and and i didn't know him you know and (laughs) and of course i don't wish that on anybody but like you know you you, i was like what the fuck you know what what is this all about and that wound up of course being like the the main storyline because Mm -hmm. look that that's reality what do you what do you you know well, that's what do you want it's not sure. all figured out and 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 i think berwick runs a great show and arcapulco um it's a i've blast. had i've had so much fun going that I, I really meet interesting people it's a good vibe fuck it's mexico in february you know what i mean that, so that if people want to go you can clubs. go to there and use the promo code macro and like save yourself money on tickets and come like like you could do worse than being in Mexico for four days in February. Holy shit! And I, would, I think you I, could probably write it off your taxes, but I'm not licensed to get taxes. <laughs> I also
6: went to a, another event there. Um, I'm blanking on the name of it right now. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, but yeah, it, it's such a great time. Like all, all the expats there are like our people.
7: So yeah, a, yeah. any anybody that's and they volunteer at the events. Exactly. And and you see them and they're like, well, what are you doing? They're like, well, we're just going to my house. I'm like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> you know I was I, mean? I was there with
6: uh with Robbie the fire and and we had the blast, but it it was the first time I realized he was actually Jewish because he was like, I can't fucking I can't eat before. You know, I, I go on stage. I can't have I can't have street tacos. Like my stomach doesn't sit right. I can't have cheese. I was like, like, oh damn, you are Jewish, bro. I didn't even know.
3: <laughs> All right, guys, let's uh, let's get the plugs out. Clint, uh, top, Cole. Oh, let's 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 knock these out.
6: Uh, yeah, I had... Go okay. ahead, Clint. Uh, I, just real quick, I had I had Ron Coleman on talking about uh, DC Drano and the lawsuit against the state of California. <laughs> uh, not that Ron Coleman, different guy. Um, and then uh, like, t- tomorrow I have or. Oh, I also had Angela McCardle and the, uh, the chair of the people's party. That was a great anti-war conversation. Uh, tomorrow I have a year like in advance, uh, analysis of the economic update with Jason Burak. And then the following day I have on Kyle Serafin, who's that, uh, FBI agent. So big week. Nice. I hope everybody checks it out. Liberty Lockdown. That's it.
3: Right, top Lobster. Nice.
4: Yeah. Top Lobster everywhere. Top com And, uh, Podcast for like gas digital stuff. That's really it. See you tomorrow on Tower Power Hour. Yeah.
5: Tower Dave. Uh, my bad. <laughs> the fat Dave on Twitter. Also, uh, Clint, I got blocked by DC drano on uh, Instagram. Uh so <laughs> <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> just just gonna I'm put sorry. that out there. I hope he's in jail. What'd you uh, what'd you do? <laughs> oh, I was it was I mean, he was a straight up just fucking neocon. Uh, for a while, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was I, like, when I was like a burgeoning libertarian and a shit poster, I would go into his comments and just nice. shit post away. And well, he for the record,
6: me. he wasn't on my show. I don't know the guy at all. So. Yeah, I know.
5: I just thought that was funny, just because it was a big thing that that uh, lawsuit. But uh Fat Dave and then of course Tower Gang
3: um, can watch us there. It's gonna be fun. You'll see Top Lobster and Clint and maybe Fat Dave on Timcast on January 17th. So be we sure crossed. to pop in. Be sure to be in the chat. Tell them how so, great we are. So
4: stupid that this is happening. Keep right and
3: after, <laughs> after the fact, and after the greatest episode you ever saw, and you want uh, a Tower game to come back that way. I can go. Uh, yeah. it's self-serving, and I'm I'm, I'm you know, not ashamed to say it. We're also, gonna have me-
6: to we're gonna have to run a, like an op to get his, yeah. like thousands of people
7: to chat during and you, after. You would know how
5: to week. run an op, Clint.
6: I would.
7: <laughs> I would. Are you getting accused of being a fed? Yo, we oh, all Every time. day, oh, I mean, I, it's just by, that by I, us. I'm, yeah,
6: like I, I come out of nowhere and I'm like, yeah, I'm financially successful and I want to radicalize everybody. They're like, mm, I yeah, know.
7: I guess I can maybe understand that, but yeah. you're, but you're not. I don't you know. Look at everyone. You're my, as well, you're, you'd, you'd be my favorite Fed if you. Yeah, well, I'd be. <laughs> He's our I'm, a, I'm a fucking. <laughs> I'm a
6: high level. I, that's how you know it's not true because I'm just too. I'm too good at it.
3: Yeah, okay <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I
8: just don't tell them anything too incriminating,
3: so we're good. <laughs> Well, you know, Bullshit. better keep your enemies close and if he's my friend you know that's cool too so whatever playing <laughs> both sides uh let me know guys who you want for the next four pony boys we'll try to make it happen if you like this uh make sure to like share subscribe comment all that good stuff if you want to support me financially patreon.com in the way jose 2020 i'd love to be able to ditch a day job if you guys could pitch in that'd be cool uh but yeah uh with that uh you know this is on youtube all me job podcasters odyssey as well odyssey 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 i can't stress that enough especially based on this episode uh you know or spotify all the other stuff just not youtube anywhere but youtube pretty much uh but uh yeah i mean i appreciate everyone who showed up i appreciate you charlie i appreciate my boys here thanks, guys
7: thanks for having me i appreciate being on it was fun
3: it's fun and with that you, we are out and broadcast and then have unprotected
7: Sunday. sex with your wives reproduce <laughs>